Hello friends, this is Ted from Out of This World Radio, and I'm so glad you're all here today. The purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place, and I know if we all work together, we can and will create a much better and happier planet. The um, t- With today's show, we've reached a new record. Somewhere, we should have a listing base, a uh, number of listeners, somewhere over 1.1 billion people today in over 100 countries. Uh, and uh, off planet, we should have somewhere right around 650 million listeners. And I want to thank the, especially thank all my Pleiadian friends for listening and supporting the show today, as well as, as uh, my many friends in the Galactic Alliance and uh, many other benevolent uh, extraterrestrial civilizations. It's fun for them to listen to the show, they tell me, because it, it's a slice on the world of what's happening here. Of, of all the planets in this universe, planet Earth is the most exciting planet to be here right now. And um, and even though we have a lot of challenges, we are, we are ascending, my friends. And believe me, this year is going to be a game-changing year with a lot of good, wonderful things happening. No matter what the negatives do, they can't stop um, our um, they can't stop our evolution. And uh, I know we're creating a much better planet, not only for ourselves, but also our children and our children's children. Before we start, I always love playing one of these uh, 528 hertz uh, tuning forks. Um, uh, this is the frequency of love, and this is a, a crystal from um, Lemuria um, it, at Mount Shasta. And when you play the two together, you get love spreading everywhere. So I'm going to hit this a couple times. There we go. Isn't that nice? That's the frequency of love, 528 hertz. I'll do one more. There we are. Isn't that nice? Now, everyone's got bathed love this morning, <laughs> so you should feel pretty good. Um, you can buy these, by the way. I sell them for $55 uh, on my website. If you just go to outofthisworldreadings.com, that's outofthisworldreadings.com. And uh, my show's a listener-supported show, and your contributions are really appreciated. If you'd like to donate to, to keep us on the air, just go to my uh, website uh, on BBS, or please go to outofthisworld1150.com. There's a little PayPal button there. really appreciate your help. Well, it's going to be an exciting year, and there's just so much going on. It's just, just amazing, my friends. One of the things um, I wanted to share with you that um, this is the... Um, a, a quote from President Kennedy um, before he was, of course, assassinated. He, he said, the cost of freedom is always high for Americans, um, but Americans have always, always paid it. Um, and one path um, um, we shall never choose, and that's the path of surrender or um, submission. And I know the American people are making the right decisions right now. We're starting to, we're standing up to this tyranny that's been not only in America, but also around the world. And we just have to keep keep strong because we have a lot of angels, a lot of uh, a lot of good um, good spirits behind us, um, and as well as the Galactic Alliance and the Palladians are all cheering us on, helping us whenever they can. I especially want to thank my Palladian brothers and sisters for um, their help as well. Since November of 2018, uh, they have been bombarding planet Earth with tons of positive energies and love, so that. We not only raise our consciousness, but also heal ourselves as well, especially with the SHOT program. Um, you know, according to the um, even the U.S. government statistics, which our government, of course, is awful, but according to their statistics, approximately 50 million people, that's 50 million, have died from the SHOT program here in the United States. That's not worldwide, 
Um, there is a program called the Deagle program. Um, it's it was a defense contractor who was hired by depart by our Department of Defense in 2018 and 19 to forecast population trends uh, for the United States and other countries. And you know, for the United States, they forecast um, a um, 70% decrease in the population um, by 2025, down to, um, forget now, but it's, it's down to something like 99 million. Um, they didn't say how this would happen, but we can see how it's happening now. In the, in the United Kingdom, um, they forecast an 80% drop in their population by the year 2025. And unfortunately, um, uh, for uh, for uh, many people, that's uh, I don't see dropping that much in the United States in the United Kingdom, but it is dropping quite a bit. And um, their goal was to eliminate ninety five percent of us and then turn us into a slave race for the for the elite. It's not going to happen. We are standing up to this to this tyranny, but people should be aware of it. One thing I, I Elon Musk came out with a um, a, a tweet just last week, and he said. The World Economic Forum is increasingly becoming uh, an unelected world government that the people never asked for and no, don't want. So um, we all have to stand up to this nonsense. And uh, I know we're going to we're creating um, a much better and happier world. And we just have to keep a, we're very powerful spiritual beings, my friends. So what we think and what we believe um, uh, can create a better world. This is the whole point of Dr. Emoto's work, of course, where he said that um, if you if you think positive thoughts, you can create these beautiful water crystals and translate it, that into a beautiful planet as well. Um, I just published a book here a couple of a couple of months ago called Journey to the Other Side. It's a book on how to contact your angels and and benevolent extraterrestrials. It's a, it's a how to book. All kinds of pictures of angels and uh, Sasquatch as well. And if you'd like a copy, I think it's like twenty twenty one dollars. Uh, just send me an email to out of this world eleven fifty at gmail dot com, or you could write me at out of this world radio at protonmail dot com. They're available on my website at out of this world readings dot com. You can order them there. Of course, my other book. Um, Called messages from the masters which is a messages from albert einstein john f kennedy robert f kennedy and our beautiful bright future um that was published a few years ago and everything in the book so far has come true if you'd like to order this just go to my website out of this in addition to all that there's also um, this book which is written entirely in german for my for my brothers and sisters in germany uh austria and switzerland called Die ganze Welt der Einstein, which means that all the world is one. This is uh, published in Germany by AMRA Publishers with, with a foreword from my good friend Paul Hellier, who passed away last year. So if you'd like that, just uh, you can also contact AMRA Publishers um, in, um, in Germany as well. Um, well, I, I have some fantastic guests on today, my friends, but um, I'd like to bring on my good friends Pia and Cullen now. Pia and Cullen, how are you guys doing today? Um, uh, well, anyway, we'll hear from them in a minute. They're a little early. Um, they will be part of my um, Galactic Wisdom Conference, which will be. Hi, friends. How you doing there? Let me let me uh, let me introduce you there. Um, would you like a cup of coffee? I can pour it through the computer, and you'll receive it on the other side. <laughs> I'll just take it energetically, Ted. Thank you. <laughs> I have a I have a replicator up in my up in my quarters in the Pleiadian ship. 
and I always like to make organic Mexican hot chocolate. It's great. Um, <laughs> and, and so we could do that too, if you've got one handy there, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, all of the, it's interesting. If you look at Star Trek, the old Star Trek series, the first one, uh, with William, William Shatner, um, a lot of those things there were real, in fact. And Gene Roddenberry were, was funneled information from benevolent ETs to ex- show people what kind of space society that we have out there, in fact, have out there. And um, so people wonder, well, when is going to be disclosure? Well, there's already been disclosure. You just have to open your eyes up a little bit and realize it wasn't science fiction at all. The replicator I have up on the ship is about the size of a microwave oven. You can program it for pretty much anything. And I don't know how they get the quality, but it's excellent. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, well, let me introduce you a little bit. Um, you've been, it's a long story, but you've been in contact with a group collective called LARCMA. And when you pronounce it, I'm, I'm pronouncing it in 3D. But when, when you say it, it's kind of like lark, ma. It's, it's like a musical tone with, with a high pitch at the end. And, and they actually speak um, in, in, in tones like that. I've heard Pladean actually, they mostly communicate telepathically, but they also, um, their, their language is like Cherokee. I'm part Cherokee, so I'm, you know, it's, 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 it's if you know Cherokee, um or Choctaw, for example, um, you can you can it's it's similar to that language because I think the the Cherokee in particular came from the what they call the seven sisters, the Pladeans. So yeah, I'm part Cherokee also, so very familiar with all of that story and all of our heritage, yes. Right, 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 right. So um but um I wanted to say that uh, you'll be part of my Galactic Wisdom Conference in in March, um, that'll be on um, March 18th and 19th, and it's very reasonable. It's $25 a day, 50 bucks for the whole weekend. And if you want to register for it, um, you just go to www.galacticwisdomconference.com. And um, the one nice thing about, I know it's been tough, all these lockdowns been tough on people around the world, but one nice thing that we've learned, I think, is that if you've got a computer and access to the internet, you can you can be anywhere on the planet and get your work done or have a conference and that's that's really good um all the proceedings will be available up to six uh for six months after the conference as well and um, i'm so glad you're both here it's fantastic i also want to tell people that um, i will be going back to um shasta sedona and hopefully peru this year um everyone who went on my trips to peru last year got a healing including uh, um, several people had their eyesight restored. One lady was totally blind in one eye. Her eyesight was restored with the help of Adama and the Supreme Being. And uh, we, what we do, we, we go to a special la- uh, special uh, um, energy center in Mount Shasta where um, we connect with Adama and the people of Telos and they help do the, do, do the healing for the people in my group. Every single person that came on the trip last year who wanted a healing got a healing and that included a nurse for example who had um uh scoliosis curvature of the spine for decades and for the first time in i don't know how many years she didn't have any pain anymore uh, another lady was completely healed of lyme's disease i've seen that happen several times actually um and a lot of miracles happened but um 
I think it's a miracle to have you guys on today. This is amazing. It's it's wonderful to have you here. And um but um but you're welcome to talk about anything you like. The only thing is that you're limited to 50 swear words per hour. I hope that doesn't cramp your style. I some people like to swear, but you know. <laughs> oh <Just> god. <laughs> I have to tell you this little story. I have a friend of mine named Emmanuel Eiter. He'll be on next week's show. And he's a French, French Hollywood film director. Sometimes Emmanuel swears and I have to catch him, but it's, it's not real bad. But um, anyway, um, <laughs> well, tell me, how are you guys today? And, um, um, and we'd love to hear some messages from, from Larkma too. I, I, and uh, um isn't this the craziest time to be alive? Oh my God, there's just so much going on. It's hard to, we, we could have a six hour, eight hour program just on current events. I mean. Current events and cosmic weather. The cosmic weather is off the charts and the, the geochemical engineering and weather manipulation that's going on is causing quite a ruckus in the United States. Right, 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 right. Well, there was a video last night I watched. There's a foot water in the Auckland, New Zealand airport. And the planes can't fly off because the whole country's flooded. Now, usually, I'm sorry, what? What? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I know that, you know, they've, they've had a, a tyrannical, almost Nazi-like government there for several years now with all the mandates. And perhaps the water is a way for Mother Earth to wash out the negativity. Could be. I know that's happened many parts before, you know, after, after a major battle, um, in a war, um, there's usually a rainstorm and the rain is there from God clearing out the negative energies, which I think is fascinating, but New Zealand's getting, getting just bucket washed tons and tons of rain out of nowhere. And I can't tell whether it's actually the cabal doing it or it's the Supreme being cleaning out that country. I don't know, but, um, happening in Europe, it's happening in Australia, New Zealand, America, it's mm -hmm. happening all over. And I think, I think, Ted, it's a combination between the clearing that's happening on the planet for the good and also the geochemical engineering and weather manipulation that's not so good. So I think it's hard to decipher what causes what because both causes are in play right now. As you know, I go to Shasta, Mount Shasta every year. And I'll never forget, it was um, early in the morning uh, in October 2016. And I was on, on my way down to San Francisco for, uh, uh, for some um, session, for some presentations. And um, early in the morning, about 6.30, I was driving past Mount Shasta. And the whole sky was like this weird red, orangish, yellow color from the chemtrails. And there must have been at least 50 chemtrails criss crisscrossing the mountain. Scientists later on tested the soil around Shasta, and they found that the background level of aluminum particulate matter from the chemtrails uh, sprayed on the mountain in that area was t over 10,000 times what it should have been. And, and then they found that uh, living in the city of Mount Shasta, believe it or not, if that was tested, if that was an OSHA work site in the United States regulated by the Department of Labor, they'd shut it all down. They'd force everybody to leave because they have toxic levels of aluminum sprayed by our government and the reptiles 
to try to kill people off and control the area. It's sad. It's still the problem now. But I've been told the Galactic, for the Galactic, it's not a big deal to clean it up. And it will be cleaned up eventually after all this, you know, the, the, these, these, um, things, things go on. So, uh, anyway, but, um, What's what's happening in Europe um, in terms of weather-wise? We don't get a lot of information here regarding what's happening with the weather in, in other well, places. There's a lot more rain this year than usual. Many countries are complaining that they're having way more rain, more gray days than accustomed to, less snow, but yeah. colder temperatures with rain. So there's definitely a shift going on with more mm -hmm. rain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's affecting nature. There are more earthworms, there are more caterpillars, there are more spiders. There's a lot going on, and that may or may not be the rain. It could also be the cosmic rays that are coming in with radiation. But there's a big change in nature that you can see in Europe all over with the animal kingdom. Well, I could be cynical and say that the World Economic Forum, of course, wants us to meet more bugs. So if there's more caterpillars and cockroaches, Maybe that's their ultimate plan. <laughs> we'll have a cockroach burger. Somehow it doesn't seem very appetizing to me, but that's just me, you know. I. Well, you know, we're hearing, Ted, <laughs> that there, there is beginning to be more criticism of the WEF lately than ever before. People are catching on to what the controllers specifically the WEF gang is doing all of the tricks that they're pulling out yeah. of their hand. So actually, we're pretty hopeful that if if more and more people, world leaders, economists, all kinds of people, scientists that usually go to the WEF, it just happened just last week. Mm -hmm. If more and more of the participants realize that it's a much more nefarious organization that maybe even some of the members believed it was, we're going to yeah. see a drop off in participation, which is going to signal a huge change in what the agenda makers are thinking they're going to pull off. Right. 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 Well, I don't, um, they came out of nowhere. They've been working behind the scenes apparently for some, for, for some years and planning this. Um, they're not elected. Uh, they come in by force. I, uh, it's a takeover of human civilization, and I don't see anything good from them, frankly. Um, no. You know, nothing, actually. Um, my, my governor out here, Inslee, uh, in Washington State, uh, he's a member of the WEF, as is Trudeau, as is undoubtedly Biden as well. I mean, they're all, they've taken over many governments around the world. So you kind of wonder what's what's really going, you know, what's really going on. Um, in the last meeting that Cullen just said happened last week, many of the world leaders decided not to go to the last meeting, including Biden, which was a surprise to us. He didn't go. Huh, interesting, interesting. Maybe he was afraid of flying because there's so many <laughs> pilots dying right now. That That is a problem, you know. And um, if you do have plans to fly this year, I would wait until after summertime, summer or after, because a lot of pilots are dying. There's 50 million uh, Americans now dead from the, from the shots, at least. And that's going to increase. But I shouldn't, actually, let me retract that. I don't, 
it's our choice. There's a there's ways you can get healing. If you ask for healing, you can get a healing from the shop program. So it's it's a death sentence only if you don't ask for help because there is spiritual help there, and I've seen miracles happen myself. I have a whole remedy sheet of of inexpensive and free remedies, including prayers that can help people with the shedding or the shots. So if anybody likes that, just send me a send me an email to out of this world eleven fifty at gmail dot com. I'm happy to send it to anybody who'd like it. Um, but, um, sometimes I get a lot of emails, but it's fine. You know, just if people want it, I'm happy to send it, send it to them. So add that to that also, Ted, because there's a product called Nanosoma that is helping people with the shedding with the shots. Oh, excellent. 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 Well, not only that, there's also, they can find that on our email on, on our list. If they want to find out about that, they can look at the website. Oh. Excellent. Pain.com, P-I-A-O-R-L-E-A-N-E.com. And there's a whole page on Nanosoma, the benefits, how it helps, what it's doing. Okay. There that will also help people. Okay, great, great. There was a fellow I had on my show, uh, the owner of a company called Cardio Miracle, which is designed for myocarditis and heart problems and heart attacks and clearing out the clots from the, from the shedding and the vaccines so-called vaccines and that stuff's really good people rave about it you just go to cardiomiracle.com and then there's a promo code too called out of this world if you mint if you write that in you'll get you'll get a, a discount substantial discount off of it too but they say it works so um you know and josh yoder of american freedom flyers which has been fought which have been fighting against the mandates and the shots for many pilots um, says that that's they invented it for the pilots for many people who have heart issues, and um, um, but um, uh, I think things will get better this year. They say after summertime it'll be better to fly. I, I wouldn't want to fly now. I think you're taking a risk. You know what the FAA did? Biden's FAA did. So many pilots have been taking the shot that their EKG levels they have abnormal heartbeats now at their risk for heart attacks. You know what the FAA did? They didn't address it. What they did is that they they said it's okay to have an abnormal heart. It's basically okay to have myocarditis when you fly. So they that's what they did. They also, um, there's uh, Biden also is now pushing for, um, the regulations require two pilots flying, right? And now they're getting a severe pilot shortage. Uh, British Airlines, for example, uh, canceled 10,000 flights out of London Christmas time last month because they didn't have the pilots. Most of them, a lot of them are dead. A lot of them are sick. A lot of them can't fly because of AFib hearts, all kinds of problems. So what Biden's suggesting now, he wants to, um, or the cabal, or I should say the controllers behind him, they want to cut it down so there's only one pilot flying, not two. So if you have that one pilot filing and that that person uh, gets a heart attack, that plane's gonna go down, crash, killing everybody. Um, but that's what that's Biden's solution to it. You know, this government is such crap. I've never seen such garbage in my life. Isn't that just furthering the agenda to wipe out more people? It'll, it'll kill a lot more people, that's right. Yeah, it, it will kill a lot more people if you only have one pilot, yeah. you know. Well, we're, we're getting, information from people around the world um, both anecdotal and direct that 
people who are risking their lives by flying a lot now are absolutely coming down with physical abnormalities and it is absolutely due to shedding there's no doubt right there's there's enough information right that's proving that that's happening and we have personal friends around the world who either are flying for business or flying just for fun just for holidays and they're coming up with some pretty ridiculous symptomologies and yet they don't want to stop flying because they don't want to stop having fun and we're trying to explain to them is it worth it to fly when you land in the hospital when you know that that the possibility is huge that you're going to get sick and yet Many of these people we know are quite intelligent, quite spiritual, quite knowledgeable right. about what's going right. on scientifically. Right. Yet, yeah. in order to continue to have fun or or do things that, that are not really necessary, they're still right. doing it. And we right. and I would not get on a jet right now. We totally agree with what you just said. We wouldn't fly now for any reason. There's there's one country which was never shut down, has it like a 1% overall um, shot rate, vaccine rate, and that's Mexico. And Aeromexico is an excellent airline. I don't think, I don't think very many of their pilots are actually um, taking the shot. So if you're going to fly anywhere, I'd fly on Aeromexico or a Mexican airline. Uh, you're better off, but American Delta United, no, not not the way things are. And the management seems to be a bunch of Neolithics who don't have any brain cells left. They can't conceive that their pilots are getting killed and the flight attendants are at risk from taking the shots. Many of those are dying too. They're not going to have much of an airline left in a year or two. They really won't. And why? And and because the air is sealed in in these aircraft. So all you need is one person shedding who've taken the shot and you get the shedding and that's circulate throughout the whole aircraft. Let's say you fly from, I don't know, Seattle to London or um, the West Coast here to Tokyo or Sydney. You know, you're, you're in the air for 8 to 10 to 12 hours and you're bathed in that shedding garbage um, that the people were brainwashed into taking these shots to thinking that they were, quote, safe. They're not safe. Um, and it, you're basically flying in a petri dish of of spike proteins, which can really hurt you. What kinds of uh, health problems have your friends been having, by the way? We have people who've had neurological problems where they can't walk and their leg pains. We've had myocarditis. We have friends who have had weird aberrations of bleeding on their skin for no, no particular reason. Um, internal bleeding. Internal bleeding. Right. So, esophageal problems, many, many different things in the people that we know. The world okay. is waking up, though, in spite of yeah. people's desire to hold on to their habits and their preferences. The world right. is waking up. You mentioned Mexico being the non-shot company country. Mexico is also the first country to say no more 5G. We don't want any 5G over Mexico. You know what the president of Mexico just did last week? What's that? He banned uh, chemtrails over the country. I saw that. And there was, a, there was an American rogue. Uh, they say it's rogue, but I don't think it's rogue. It was a, a chemtrail company 
probably funded by our uh, Central Intelligence Agency that set up shop in the Baja and was trying to take, was spraying chemicals in the air um, that went across Mexico and the American Southwest and the Mexican government said, uh-uh, you're not going to, you're not going to let do that. And they shut him down. Then he, then they passed a law prohibiting it. Good for them. That's yes. the kind of leadership we need for this world. You know, not these backward idiots like we've got a controlled Nazi government in the United States. These people, and not only is Biden fake, but he's also dangerous as well. All of this stuff he's doing is totally dangerous for us. We need more government like Mexican have, like Mexico has, that's prohibiting 5G, that's stopping the chemtrails, that doesn't get the shot program, who cares about their people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This this guy in Baja is an absolute nutter. He he was sending up balloons with sulfur dioxide in them to seed the clouds because he believes that by seeding the clouds with sulfur dioxide, he's going to prevent global warming. The guy is a total crazy person with a lot of money like a lot of the other controllers and he thinks he's going to be the savior for mankind. I'm so happy the Mexican government shut him down. Yeah, it's a, it's about time, don't you think? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot more of that. I think there are going to be a lot more people beginning to speak out and shut down things that just aren't right. I think yeah. it's going to be in the spring. What do you What do you think Biden would have done with him? Probably given him a medal. Sure. Um. <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing what these rogue people who aren't experts in any field the only thing that they have going for them is an excess of money yeah right. they they have these harebrained ideas that, that they're going to do something whether it's good for the population or not and there's no there's no governance. There are no government regulations against these people, so they get to just do what they want to do. I mean, it's it's gotten to the point that yeah. we're living we're living in the wild west. <laughs> I know it. I know it. And it's sad what it used to be. You know, I mean, we've never. It's not a perfect system, but it has worked well, I think, in the past. And. Um, but uh, the rule of law has kind of gone out the door. Um, Biden is a fake president. They say that 81 million people voted for him. Yeah, right. You know, none, none of this, all this is fake. And you wonder, I wonder, often wonder how bad does it have to get before it gets people wake up? What about the 87,000 IRS agents that uh, Biden wanted to, uh, to, to hire with a, with orders to sh kill America? Yeah, it was one of the requirements to kill, be able to kill Americans with um, with AR-15 assault rifles. That nice makes me gives me a warm fuzzy feeling inside. Well, Ted, Ted you just asked a really important question. Hmm. What is it going to take to truly wake up the populace and? I'm afraid to say it here on air, but it's going to have to take something really big to well, wake up to wake up enough people to yeah. really make a difference. Well, um, maybe maybe to wake up people, maybe they should just pull the plug on the computer showing showing the CGI screen for Biden because Biden, I've heard, was died actually a couple of years ago. So you've got <laughs> actors and a CGI screen. 
Well, so maybe that's that's a shock itself. Just turn off CNN, pull the plug on it, you know, and he's gone. <laughs> I think that's so. a really good idea. <laughs> um, George Washington, I was I had a program about this a few weeks ago. Gave me the message that um, all the astrology is the same now as it was uh, in 1776 when the Declaration of Independence was signed. Everything is the same. It's all that period in human history lasted from the 17 early 1770s all the way to about 1805 to 1810 during the French Revolution of 1799 during the um, you know the um, Na Na Napoleon took over Europe, tried to take over Europe and Russia for that matter. All of that energy is uh, the same now, and it's gonna it's gonna come to a head. Uh, President Washington has told me, and he's here by the way, that he sees a second American Revolution starting by about middle of March, by spring solstice, 15th to the 21st of March. And um, he says there's a, um, these figures change constantly. 60% chance of violence. That's because in line with what Larkma says. Larkma says the energies around spring solstice are going to be bringing in major revolution, major time to do something different, wake up, time to start a new path, a new beginning. All of those things are going to start in the spring. It won't just be new growth in the spring. It's going to be a whole new everything. And that, and that could bring civil war in America. Yep. I think I, the chances are, um, you may not realize this, but um, uh, Inslee, the um, governor of Washington, um, has, uh, there's been legislation just introduced in our legislature here uh, in Olympia, Washington, uh, for a, um, it's, it's a disinformation panel. It'll be headed by the, by the head of, uh, Homeland Security, uh, the FBI, and uh, a local uh, and and Governor Inslee and the Attorney General who will dis decide what information should be released to the public in the state of Washington. And if you're deemed to have released or or say anything that's that what they consider disinformation, and this will be determined by the FBI and the um, Homeland Security. Now, this the FBI is one of the ones, of course, that. Uh, we've had so much trouble with, and they were implicated as well in the assassination of President Kennedy. But at any rate, they'll be the ones determining what is information and what can be can be said in Washington state. And if you don't go along with their party line, they'll arrest you and throw you in jail or worse. So this is what's going on. I, I you know, the sheeple, I don't know if the people, uh, hopefully they'll wake up, but anyway. WEF is involved in the misinformation also. The WEF is also trying to control what is believable, what is allowable, what's going to be punished. They're in the game with that too. Right. Was, Ted, the main, the main topic, the main objective of this past week's WEF conclave was this very subject matter. How to spread How? more misinformation to confuse people so that well, they can be easily controlled. So the, right. the, the, topic, the topic at hand in Davos last week is exactly what you're talking about that's occurring in Washington State. It's, it's a mirror. It's an absolute sure. mirror image of what's going on. 
and I call my friends in Canada, and it's the same thing happening up there too. I mean, you know, I mean, it's all the same lockstep kind of kind of thing going on. Yeah, I know, I know. The the yeah. original the original Five Eyes group, which consisted after World War II, which consisted of all the English speaking countries, the UK, the United States, Australia. New Zealand and Canada all got together and named themselves the Five Eyes so that they could watch what was going on around the world and help each other, warn each other. If anything that they didn't like was going on, they would all be abreast of what they needed to do to prevent the truth or to prevent democracy from really spreading. So Mm -hmm. the Five Eyes countries are the most controlled. That's why Australia and New Zealand, Canada, the UK and the US have have had the worst mandates because they were the original members of that group. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And as part of that, you probably heard of this program, Operation Mockingbird, which was started after President Kennedy was uh, assassinated. Um, And Mockingbird is still alive and well today. Um, the dark forces wanted me to join that operation um, about three years ago with Simon Parks. Parks went into it. He's become an agent now for the Central Intelligence Agency and spreads disinformation around the world. I was there when he when he accepted the contract and I refused. Uh, I couldn't work for those people. But there are people on the payroll for them right now. And if you accept, if you're a journalist or in the media and you accept money from them, um, you never can get out except by death. I know that for a fact. Um, I've been told that. So they're they're recruiting worldwide. They they are doing their best to get as many agents on board to be part of the huge huge surveillance situation worldwide. We we know right. this absolutely. Right. Well, I'm told um, that agency will be likely finished by next year uh, with the rising vibrations um, and the second American Revolution, which is starting in about six weeks. About that. Six, seven weeks. Yeah. They they would love to shut down. Um, I'm sure they'd love to shut down a lot of uh, alternative uh, forums like this one here. Um, but... Um, um, but we keep going along. What can I say? You know, uh, we're, we, we've talked about this before, Ted. We're unstoppable. The the things that that the groups that are willing to be on the edge to really use their courage and their willpower to bring right. the tr- the truth to the surface, we're unstoppable. If if they if they pull someone's plug, someone else is going to stand up right. and speak. Right. It's not going to stop. Well, it's a lesson for all of us, isn't it? Just like in World War II, where many people stood up for freedom and they got killed as a result. Here today, it's it's another war, um, but it's not and it's not an overt war. It's more like a covert war, a, a battle of the minds. What you believe in, who do you trust? Um, I think some of the most dangerous people actually are those who say they're light workers but they're not 
and they've actually been paid off. That, I completely agree with that. You know, those, those are the most dangerous because you trust them, right? You think, oh, they're love and light, you know, but. Um, Ted, Ted, we're we're watching what we call false prophets popping up all over the place internationally. Right. We're speaking, they're speaking the right words. They're they're using the right phrases. And yet they're absolutely completely controlled by the dark and they're they're being believed by many many people that 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 they're taking in thinking that they're the real thing and it's 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 turning into a huge business a lot of these people are making millions of dollars peddling this absolute untruth and people are gobbling it up and it's 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 to the point where we have to be really, really careful about who we listen to. If if what they're saying doesn't resonate with our hearts, it's time to say no. It's time walk away. Yes. Yeah. What Alan Watts said years ago, it's time to hang up. Yeah, right. 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 Every year there's um uh, what's called the Conscious Life Expo in Los Angeles. And I had been going there since 2017, but I'm not, I, I got an invitation, but I'm not going to go next month because I was told my life would be in danger. So, um, you know, so I, I stay close to, close to home. It's not, it's not quite safe enough to travel yet, you know, um, but uh, uh, anyway, well, you know, for the, I can feel Larkma's energy, can't you? Yes. I, I was just, I was just, yeah, I was just going to say, I, I mean, Larkma must think this is the most bizarre thing going on in the universe. He says it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they continually say that, that we're still quite barbaric. We, we are, I still, agree. We are still using antiquated technology. We're yeah. still using antiquated medicine. Right. Um, they certainly have a lot to say about how we are deluded about how advanced we believe the human race is. Well, um, just real quick, um, um, before I, before we bring Larkman on, I think we can ask Larkman about this too, but, but the kinds of things we're doing now with gen- genetic engineering, um, mixing animal and human DNA, uh, the Chinese created a couple of months ago, they created a half monkey, half human um, uh, in the deep underground bases. They've mixed, mixed uh, dog DNA with human DNA to create half human, half dog creatures. Uh, this, is, this is exactly what um, happened during the Atlantean times. And this is why the supreme being, if you will, they violated cosmic law and the whole place was destroyed. We're headed on the same path. For those people, they're headed on the same. They will be destroyed because you go against cosmic law. Sorry, you'll be taken out. And like this government, I think is going to be taken out too. So, yep. anyway, let's bring in our friend Larkma. Um, kept him waiting. Uh, yeah, love to have him on. <clears throat> Hello, dear ones. We are Larkma, and we are here to help you on your evolutionary journey. Please give us your heart song. That is your name and your own voice, please. 
Um, well, this is Ted, and I'm so happy to have you here today. Largma, welcome to my show. Thank you, Ted. We appreciate you giving us the opportunity to synchronize our energy with yours by sharing your heart song with us. You were speaking a while ago about a battle of the minds and how people have different belief systems. We would like to point out that from our perspective, it's more a battle between the mind and the heart. The mind is full of all kinds of belief systems, but the heart is aligned with the truth. And the real battle is between those who follow the truth, listen to their hearts, do what they need to do because they are guided by love, and those who get caught in the mental loops of belief systems and historical examples and worries for the future, all kind of things that are in the mind but do not really exist. Does that make sense to you? Lots of sense. Yes, thank you for saying that. Absolutely. Is it, is it like, the, like the, 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 the universe on Facebook, they call it the metaverse, which is, which is a construct, I think, of artificial intelligence? Metaverse is absolutely a construct of artificial intelligence. And Facebook was set up to get people addicted to being able to use Metaverse long before they changed the name. Mm -hmm. Now they don't call Facebook the same thing anymore. They actually speak about the Metaverse on a regular basis. But by now, people who have been addicted to Facebook are already trying to become avatars themselves because they think that's a higher form of being, to be in an artificial reality, using an artificial ID rather than being in their biological form. It's quite dangerous for your species to align with that kind of thinking. Well, um, they're trying to get trying to stop the ascension from what I know and get us off track. Um, and... Um, yeah, thank you for pointing that out. It's it's um, important for people to realize that. The reason they want to get you hooked on the metaverse is because it's involved with artificial intelligence. And once you give up your own consciousness for artificial intelligence, you become very controllable, very easy to control and follow the orders. We are encouraging people to be loyal to their own hearts. Right. The only loyalty that you need in this world is loyalty to the truth and the greater reality shows far more truth than what you see in your third dimensional perspective through the illusion of all the lies that you are being fed in our elementary schools here in washington state children um 11 12 years old in the public schools in fourth grade are told that gender is fluid that if you're a little girl, you can choose to become a little boy by cutting off your breasts and taking hormonal therapy. Little boys, on the other hand, can are told also that if they want to become little girls, um, they can also take hormonal ther therapy, gain breasts, and cut off their penis. Um, is that part of artificial intelligence to confuse people, to make them believe that there's something that they're not? Yes, absolutely. That is intentional to take away people's identity so that they do not connect with nature any longer. Mm -hmm. Anything that disconnects you from nature aligns you with technology. And in order to be controlled, it is imperative that your species would be aligned with technology. That is why you have been programmed to be addicted to your smartphones, your computers, the games that you play, 
all of those things are part of the addictive process. Even your movement towards using microwaves and things like that was part of an idea that machines can serve you until you get accustomed to the idea that maybe you'd be better off if you became part of a machine, thereby allowing a microchip to be placed inside of you. Digital currency, digital bank accounts, digital ID, all of these things are part of the agenda to bring people to the point where they can be more easily controlled. And the only fight against this is to align with loyalty to the truth, which can proceed by what you feel in your heart. Your heart knows that all of these things are wrong. Your heart knows that trying to be an avatar in an artificial space disconnects you from nature and from life. So the only fight back is to stand up and be who you are as a divine spark of light in a biological form. Wow, that's very profound. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I'm just curious, in galactic history, I know the rep reptilians at one time were a benevolent species, and they uh, were taken over um, by uh, artificial intelligence as well. Did that process happen to them as well, and that's why they become so bad and negative, is because they've been taken over by artificial intelligence? That and other aspects also that impacted them, not that alone, but yes, nice. that is the part. And that is why we are warning humanity now, put down your smartphones, don't be addicted to internet, let it be your tool rather than your have-to-have addiction. This is why we are warning people about you are not going towards the metaverse. You are going towards multidimensionality and the multiverse. There is a distinct difference between the multiverse and the metaverse. Mm -hmm. The multiverse is your spiritual path and your conscious evolution. The metaverse is your giving up your consciousness for artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Not the path you want to take on evolution. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's an important uh important distinction and i appreciate you so much for uh for um for making that point you know before the um you're right 50 years ago or even 20 years ago um artificial intelligence did not have the weight it carries now with many people um the the cell phone phenomenon and the internet is relatively recent but look how um how quickly it's taken over humanity in many ways unfortunately a lot of a lot of times you see children, teenagers, young adults. That's all they do. They spend time on the phone. They don't interact with anybody, uh, talk to anybody. They basically just spend hours and hours and hours a day on their phones, communicating with God knows what. You know this this uh, electronic universe that really has no reality to it. It's very sad to watch people who are consumed with that type of addictive behavior when there is a whole world here that needs you as service needs your light needs your honest integrity the world needs all of you who are working with the light right now mm -hmm. it doesn't need those souls who wish to be lazy and who just wish to do whatever comes easiest to them rather than what right. is the right thing to do mm -hmm. right well Wow. Did, um, I'm just curious, um, did the Pleiadians go through this kind of um, um, uh, 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 th things as well, challenges as well? W were they 
did, did they go through a, a period where um, the computers were were vast and cell phones or like cell phones were also came in, um, but they were able to overcome it eventually, right, by following their heart? The Pleiadians do follow their heart, and they did have evolutionary challenges. The evolutionary path for Pleiadians was similar to yours, but not identical. You have unique challenges here on this planet because you are a planet of choice. And because you have the power of choice, your challenges are greater, giving you more opportunity to choose what is aligned with light. Each species and every planetary being has an evolutionary path that is matched to the energy of that species. As you probably know, the Pleiadians are very much based in love. The Pleiadians like the energy of unconditional love and wish to spread that throughout the cosmos. We can sympathize with what you go through and your challenges, but we cannot do anything to change those challenges for you simply because this is a planet of choice and you have to do that yourselves. The collective has a lot of weight and what they choose unconsciously. However, those of you who are conscious and who carry the light carry an even greater weight in making a difference simply by keeping your vibration up, sending love and light into the world, continuing to do your job to be positive even when you feel terrible, when you feel afflicted, when you feel ill. All of these things are your benefit when you use them as a background to send love and light anyway. When you do that, you empower yourself even more and you empower others to move on this path of ascension. Does that mm -hmm. make sense to you? Oh, total sense. Thank you. Yeah, that makes total sense. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, people, people don't, I don't think um, people, especially young people, don't realize the dangers with it at all. Um, I, I've seen whole families before at restaurants where mom and dad and the kids, they're all glued to their phones and they hardly don't even talk. And, and <laughs> it's like they're communicating with this artificial intelligence and the time that they're supposed to mend together and bond as a family and share love and light with each other doesn't happen because they're, they've got this um, electronic interface that's taken over their, their, their minds almost so they can't, can't think independently. You are correct. Your species is very lazy. Your species wants to do what's easy. Your species has not learned the value of doing the difficult thing and how it benefits your evolution and your growth and moves you towards highest good for all. So therefore you are very segmented and separated from each other. There is a huge pall of separation across your planet rather than moving towards unity. The energies that come in the spring will move you definitely towards unity. You will have to band together in order to survive. So unity will become a primary goal for everyone on this planet who wishes to survive in any form. Does that make sense? Uh, it makes total sense. Thank you. Because I was wondering how things would play out. And I've been getting these messages now um, the last couple of months, especially with what's going on in our fake government here in the United States about supporting a war nobody wants in the Ukraine and other things happening as well. Planes are starting to fall out of the sky now with pilots dying of heart attacks. And you kind of wonder, myself, um, uh, Larkma, how bad does it have to get? 
Um, I mean, our revolution, according to um, my friend George Washington, was about the tax on tea by King George in 1775. I mean, it's gone beyond a tax on tea <laughs> nowadays. Far beyond a tax on tea. Yeah. And answer your question, it doesn't have to get any worse than it is right now. Right. But what it requires is for people to make a collective stance to turn around and say, enough. We're not going to put up with this anymore. And mm -hmm. there are too many of your species who are lazy and addicted to their habits and don't wish to let go of the things that are harming your species path towards higher consciousness. That's true. Cling to the belief that they want to have the story of the illusion rather than opening their hearts to seeing the true reality, the steps that are necessary will not be taken. And so it will continue to get worse. And the getting worse is coming from two different fronts. It comes to you in one way because the controllers and the manipulators continue their agenda, causing more and more harm, more and more separation, and more and more misinformation. It comes to you in another form because of planetary influences that will put you in a squeeze until you learn to let go of what does not serve your species. So you've got it coming from two different directions, and it can change at any moment. But again, this is a planet of choice. So it has to change through the choices that you make. Yeah, that makes total sense. Wow, very profound. I appreciate you so much today. We should have a little over um, 1.1 billion listeners today on the planet, representing 14% of the Earth's population listening. So you have a good audience today, and you're affecting many people in a very positive and beautiful way today that I don't think they even realize what they're doing when they plug into the matrix, when they plug into that artificial intelligence. When they're at school, and the teachers and administrators like here in Washington say, tell little kids, oh, you can be a little boy or a little girl, you can change your sex, no problem. Um, just take drugs and cut off your breasts and cut off your penis. I mean, it's just insane what's going on around here. And sometimes I feel like I'm a lone voice in the wilderness. But um, I appreciate you, you, you pointing that out to people because I don't think they realize the danger and the harm it's leading them to. It's cutting off your connection to nature, which thereby cuts off your connection to life. Not just life on this planet, but life in the spiritual evolutionary path also. You cannot continue once you have aligned with a machine an artificial intelligence, a technology that is part of you rather than you're using it as your tool. I see. Technology is trying to make you its servant. You are to remember that you are in charge and any technology you use needs to be of service to the highest good. And by the way, your technology on this planet is very, very outdated. So you have a long way to go. In spite of the fact that most of your scientists believe you're highly advanced in your scientific ideas, your mathematical constructs, and your ideas about technology, you are very archaic and have a long way to go. And more than that, would an advanced, civil, truly advanced situation let the Holocaust happen in World War II 
with millions of people being held off to concentration camps? And would they allow 50 million people to be killed by the SHOT program here in the United States? And our government lies about it over and over and over again. And we're supposed to accept it? That's not an advanced civilization. That's a barbaric civilization. And you're not supposed to accept it. That is indeed a barbaric and very stupid civilization, if right. you don't mind saying so. We have no judgment of what any human does, but we can see stupid choices and bright choices pretty easily. So mm -hmm. we can guide you and show you from our perspective and our own evolutionary process how to avoid some of the pitfalls that you are in. As we said earlier today, we cannot do this for you. Well, technically we could, but we will not do it for you because that would prevent the evolution that is necessary. In order to evolve to the next level of consciousness, you absolutely have to make the choices yourself as individuals and as a collective to do things differently. Until you do that, there's not going to be anything that will change. You have to make that change. And there are so many of your star brothers and sisters around the planet now in ships just waiting for you to say, I've made my point. I've made my change. Help me. It's going to happen. The energies are going to be present. The ascension cannot be stopped. The light is already winning. But you still have to do the work to make the choices for your species. There are false prophets out there who say that the new earth will be handed to you on a silver platter, which I, I've always considered complete nonsense. Um, That's, nonsense. That's ridiculous. Nothing yeah. is handed to you except the natural world that provides everything you need to eat, breathe, drink, and live. The right. natural world is provided for you in your physical form. But to think that you're going to have a bunch of money given to you, your bills will be resolved, you won't have to worry about anything or take responsibility for any of the poor choices that you've been making, that is completely hiding from the truth has no bearing on the true reality. You have to take responsibility for every choice you make. And the false prophets are simply making money while making people not be afraid. Oh, you don't have to be afraid. Everything is good. Just don't look at what you do and you'll be fine. That's what the false prophets say. Right, right. Right. I used to have a gentleman on my show. He's no longer on my show anymore, but he used to say that all you have to do is sit back and let, let the planet be, let a new earth be handed to you and you didn't need to work or, uh, and I said, that doesn't resonate with me because I know we're all here to learn lessons. Um, there's another issue too. I think people, I think it's, it's important to remember that, uh, you as an, as an advanced uh, civilization, you don't want to be worshipped as gods either um, because um, you're there to help us, but we have to make the right choices ourselves um, to, to, to create a better planet and not rely upon, um, you know, like uh, another uh, benevolent extraterrestrial civilization to come in and save us. I think there's limited instances where you can help us, like, for example, uh, with Fukushima or destroying ourselves in a nuclear war. That's one thing, but but the but the the important decisions about you know making the planet a better place those are those are decisions that we have to make ourselves, and um, it defeats the purpose of our being here if we rely too much on uh, others to make the decisions for us. 
You are so right, friend Ted, and we are pleased that you have pointed this out. One reason Pleiadians do not walk this planet at this time is because on your planet in other times, we have joined and walked with you to help show you what is possible. But rather than learning to do it yourselves, you did indeed look to us as gods, and that's not helpful for evolution. So you have to do it yourselves. You have to make the choices. You have to get through the difficulties and the challenges in a positive state of mind. The more positive you can stay, no matter what is going wrong, the more you accelerate your own ascension. There are many who wish to leave the planet and don't wish to be here at all. However, being in that state of despair and frustration slows the process of actually being able to leave. It's counterproductive. You must stay in a positive state, take responsibility for your choices, look at what's going wrong and see what you can do to do something better. That's what has to occur collectively and individually. Mm -hmm. That makes, that makes total sense. And I'm actually, um, I've been asked um, by Adama and, um, um, and others to write a, a new book on how we can, we can do that here. It'll be my fourth book, actually, I'm working on now. Um, but thank you for, um, for explaining that. It really makes a, a lot of sense. Um, well, well, we have a lot of work to do. I remember talking to Nostradamus um, back about seven or eight years ago. And he had written a series of quatrains, Larkma, explaining how on one timeline we were supposed to, we, we were, uh, we, we could have gone into a, a nuclear third world war. Fortunately, because of the peace movements in the set 80s and 90s and 70s, we went away from that to creating a much better and, and happier planet. And um, so it is possible to make the right decisions to, to create a, a better a better Earth. But um, all of us have a responsibility as powerful, sovereign, uh, spiritual beings to make the right choices for, for the planet. And one of the things I saw him do, he ripped out all these, he, I, I saw him tear up all these old quatrains of forecasting nuclear war um, for planet Earth. And instead, he took out a blank piece of parchment and with his quill pen, he, um, he said, what kind of world do you want to create? Um, and I said, well, I, I know my, my friends and I, we'd love to create a world free of, uh, free of war, free of conflict, one of peace and harmony. And then, um, this is back in 2015. And then he said, well, I think you better get busy. <laughs> so I've been busy. <laughs> Good and good response. And that yeah. is something essential for humans to know. Anything is possible. If you sit and do nothing and hope that things will go back to what you perceive as normal because it was comfortable for you, what happens is not what you really want. If you face what's really here and what's being done to your species and you stand up and say, enough, we're not going to take that anymore and make more responsible choices, then you are busy doing the right things to evolve. And then you create more possibilities. Mm -hmm. but the possibilities do not exist until you do the work. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, it's it's part of the what I call the TV generation here, where um, if you want to laugh, you flick on a funny movie 
rather than engaging family members or friends in healthy activities, social activities. Um, you rely too much on the artificial intelligence of electronics to, 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 um, to determine how you feel about things instead of letting your heart mind uh, do, that, do that work. It's not really work, but you're connected to God, which is far more powerful than, than, than the AI is. The secret is staying in your heart. And on that note, we will tell you we've enjoyed conversing with you today. We look forward to speaking with you again. And we send you and all of your listeners lots of light and positive energy and vibrations for your evolution and the work you're doing on the planet. We love you. Good always. Thank you, my friend. And much love to you, too. And my friends... <clears throat> Admiral Halosaurus and the whole crew also thanks you as well for for sharing this with all my listeners today. They're listening, by the way. So. <sighs> well, we have our work cut out for us, don't we? <laughs> we do indeed. We do indeed. When this is the hardest planet in the entire universe to affect well, any positive change. We picked the, pick the real winner here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Larkma, Larkma likes to say that this is not a vacation planet. Yeah, I, yeah. This is a yeah. school. This is a school. Right, and right. We're, we're here not only to learn, but we're also here to share wisdom. So it's yeah. a two-way two street. We, we, we bring wisdom from other, other experiences, other memories, other places, and yet... We still have things to learn. We wouldn't be here, Ted, if we were finished. We're not finished. There oh, is yeah, more, right, right. There is more work to do. Right, right, right. Well, it's uh, it's an interesting place. Um, I've been here 52,000 years. What's a couple, what's a, what's a few more years? I mean, in the greater scheme of things, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the, only, the only trouble with with thinking about or realizing our experience here on earth if we use atlantis as as a right touching point um it's really hard for those of us who were there which i know you were and i certainly was it's hard to see that we're repeating the same mistakes they're identical they are absolutely right right the same, the same bad choices are being made and that makes me realize that maybe we haven't learned as much as we could have. Right. Well, George Bush Sr. was uh, was around during Atlantis. He had an opportunity to make right choices, and he didn't. And um, he's gone off now. There's another uh, lower third-dimensional uh, planet that's like Earth on the other side of the solar system in the same orbital path as this planet that he's gone to along with John McCain, uh, Hillary Clinton's dead. She's there, are going there. Hitler's there. Stalin's there. Mao Zedong is there. Um, they had a chance to make things better, but they didn't. They made the same old choices. So they'll be there for 25,800 years, one Mayan Katun cycle to hopefully make better choices. And I wish them well. But the interesting thing, Ted, is they don't know that they're not still on planet Earth. They're, oh. 
they're actually living the same karmic patterns and the same karmic lessons well, because they didn't make the proper choices. So they're actually repeating without understanding that they're still in a place like planet Earth doing the same work, but they think they're somewhere else. That's the interesting part about it. Right, right. Have you heard of a book um, by, uh, uh, it's a French guy, Michel Dussat, I, I mean, Demarquez, I think that's his name. It's called the Theabua Prophecies. Uh, Samuel Chong translated it. And in that book, Benevolent ETs, um, um, he said that uh, this planet was um, it was called the planet of sorrows <laughs> for all the conflict we've had here. But on a positive note, at the end of the day, we will, I know we will um, learn to live in harmony and peace with each other. And when that happens, um, that'll be a model for the rest of the universe on how other species can live. And you're, you're giving me goosebumps, Ted. That's exactly why so many benevolent beings from other galaxies, other planetary systems are here watching and providing their positive energy because what we choose here as this species of humanity is being watched throughout the entire cosmos. Because as you just said, it will ripple out and it will change or alter the rest of other societies. This is a big experiment here. And yeah, we're, right. We're being watched. We're being helped. We're being given absolute incredible positive energies because right. the, rest, the rest of the cosmos wants us to make the right choices yeah yeah well i especially want to thank my our Plidian brothers and sisters because they've been bombarding the planet with positive love energy and higher vibrations since at least november of 18 after the reptiles and the negatively controlled u.s air force actually obliterated um, Paradise and Malibu, California. And I know Don and Doug went through that at BBS. They fried their tower. 52,000 people at least were killed in Paradise. It was all glossed over by the, by, uh, by the media. But a lot of people died in those, in, from particle beam weapons. It wasn't, a, it wasn't so much a fire. It was these weapons. I don't know why they did it, but they did it. So, um, yeah, you're giving, you're giving me goosebumps again. Pia and I were, slated to do an interview that day in paradise and really our interview was curtailed because of what happened and we didn't right. know until one of the technical people who was fleeing for his life was able to communicate with the interviewer to explain to us why we we hit a blank wall we never connected to that interview. So we know personally exactly what you're talking about. Right, right, right. So, um, yeah, that's what happened. I know Doug and Don here at uh, BBS, they lived through it. It was awful. I'll never forget seeing the pictures of a, um, it was a school bus full of children in paradise and a particle beam weapon from either the reptilians or the reptilian controlled U.S. Air Force um, had they they shot a particle beam weapon through the roof of the um, uh, of the school bus? I don't mean to offend anybody with these details, but all the kids were fried, and um, they covered that up. There was another one I saw of there was a, a road leading out of paradise where people were trying to escape. Uh, 
and nothing was burned on either side of the of the freeway but right on the freeway there was another particle beam weapon that hit um it was a single mother apparently who had her baby in the back and she and the baby were reduced to ashes i'm sorry for the details but that was the picture showed and i got very upset at that point because i realized what was going on it wasn't a fire the media said it was a fire um, the media said only 62 people died in paradise and 100 people died in Malibu, a bunch of lies. 30,000 people died in Malibu. Uh, 52,000 people died in paradise. That was all covered up. Um, the spirits from all those tens of thousands of people came to me um, the next month in, in uh, November of, um, of, of uh, 2018. And they wanted me to remember them, so I asked everybody to do prayers for them because they said we'd be completely ignored, wiped out. Um, you could see the housing developments in Paradise, actually, where, you know, it's regular housing development. The trees were still standing, but all the each, every house was obliterated by particle beam weapons. The flowers, the rose bushes were still there. Um, even cars were still there, but the houses were all obliterated. Um, by the particle beam weapons. And we're supposed to accept that as truth. It's a bunch of lies. So anyway. Well, there's there's another example, not as as well known as this, but there was a, an unusual flash fire actually near Mount Shasta at that at that very same time in the Rogue Valley of Oregon. It was between Ashland and Medford and Roseburg. And the anomalies were just fantastically identical. Certain yeah. certain houses were taken out. A house next to a house that was taken out was totally safe, unharmed. Right. Whole streets were removed in this flash fire, and the next block was perfectly safe. So I saw. I visited that area afterwards. Yeah. So the same kind of thing happened yeah. in multiple places on the right. same operation. Right, right, exactly. Um, I had, I had, I had heard that um, Pelosi's husband, you know, the one that the the gay guy who was in uh, what, all that whole thing in San Francisco recently, um, that he had wanted, he had wanted the land around Paradise because it had a lot of gold content, and he also wanted it to build a high speed rail through the area with Oregon. I don't know. There's a lot of other, and he figured that by wiping out the people, then there'd be nobody around who wanted the land. They would just condemn it. And then he would use it as a development. I don't know. That's what I heard anyway, but uh, you know, well, th things like that happen. The, the terrible bushfires in Australia between Sydney oh, yeah. and several other large cities, a, a right. swath of hundreds and hundreds of kilometers, these bushfires, were said to have been accidental, but actually, coincidentally, they were actually on the designed, engineered pathway of a high-speed rail system. Same thing. Oh, really? Interesting, huh? Well, so okay. it happens. It happens worldwide, but right. people believe the stories about oh, it was just a fire. Right. Yeah, I know more lies. Yeah. 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 I wonder how much, uh, what percentage is truth or what percentage is our lies in our mass media on a given day? Oh, 
it 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 must be a very very, very high small, percentage small small percentage of truth very small little tiny bit yeah <laughs> if, if that just enough yeah. to make people get hooked on the lie right. Ted, right Ted, i really have a hard time believing that the collective still watches mainstream news i mean i it there there is so much controversy about how fake it is why are they still addicted to watching it day in and day out? Yeah, I, I have no idea, frankly. I, I have no idea. Um, I know a couple of years ago, more people were watching the Cartoon Channel than they were CNN here in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but they have closed their Atlanta headquarters, I guess, and CNN. Um, so that's a good thing, you know. Um, that was started by uh, Ted Turner, back in the 90s for the Gulf Wars. Yep. And Turner also said that um, he called he called uh, a lot of us uh, useless eaters who should be eliminated. Yes, we remember. remember. Guess, yeah. guess, guess who he's a member of? The World Economic Forum. That's correct. Right, right. Along with uh, Trudeau and uh, God knows who will. Inslee's a member of the World Economic Forum, too. And, and recently... There are so many of them. I'm I'm not a name dropper, but it would be very easy to list a lot of very famous people in the media, movie stars, political people, even sports stars who are actually members of the WEF. Yeah, you don't you don't realize it either. You know. You don't you don't realize it. Um uh Inslee came out with a it never stops. It was just before Christmas where um, he came out with an executive order uh, requiring farmers here in the state um, to have a permit to have animals. And the next step after, he said that there was that uh, uh, cow poop and cow farts were destroying the planet with global warming. So <laughs> the cow poop and the cow farts had to be regulated. And I wasn't sure whether he had he was going to require all state workers in the state of Washington to go out with sacks on the and run around cows to catch the cow farts as they come out. I don't know. It create jobs. You know, those are great jobs to get. But um, anyway, um, and the next the next start of that plan, according to the the so called World Economic Forum, is to get rid of cats and dogs because they also create poop. And, and they do, I don't know, I have never smelled a cat fart before or a dog fart. But I guess Inslee has, and so has the World Economic Forum. And they're, they're threats to humanity. So we got to get rid of them. That's why the Chinese got rid of all the pets um, in Shanghai. Um, they were killing them off uh, last year. So that watch that for the next thing. I don't think it's going to go through, but we have to stand up to that. People will get very hostile and upset if you try to kill their pets. Yes. yes. <laughs> I guarantee it. Revolution. Good yeah. to stir up revolution. Revolution. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So, um, well, what a time to be alive. Well, are you guys safe wherever you are? I mean, you, you don't need a boat, do you? It's been raining. You don't need a boat to get around or anything? No, we're, no, we're safe. We're, we're, we're actually probably as safe as we could be. Anywhere. anywhere in the world where we've decided to be. Uh, That's good. That's uh, good. Is the coffee good? And uh, 
Yeah, uh, it's very good here. And that's one of the reasons why we're staying incognito and unannounced right. where we are. Right. We want to be sure that we remain safe where we are. Right, 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 right. Well, um, I've got a lot of protection around me, too. So, um, and I don't go anywhere. Yeah, I don't go anywhere. So, um, it's, important. It's, it's really important at this point. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. I know we're going to get through it. And um, uh, my show is not a plan, uh, not a show of doom and gloom, but rather to empower people and give them hope for the future and think positively about things because we are powerful spiritual beings. And, um, you know, I think sometimes even light workers maybe get too wrapped up into negativity and it can consume you too. And you forget the main point is that you've got to be aware of what's going on in order to combat the darkness. Exactly. You know, that, that, do you want to say something? I was just going to say that's where the false prophets come in is trying to cover up so that people are not aware of what's really going on. Have them look only to the light. And then all these people flock to that because they don't want to see what's really happening. We, we have to, we have to have a balanced observational way of looking at everything that's that's here and available whether it's dark or light Mm -hmm. if we don't if we don't talk about what you said a moment ago is really important ted Mm -hmm. we don't talk about some of the gloom and doom and gloss over it right it's it's not going to help people wake up they have to be aware of what's going on right exactly exactly Exactly. Well, better times are still ahead for all of us. Um, and that's how I look at it, you know, but we have to, we're creators, you know, we're a creator race, free will, but that we're also a creator race, very powerful creator race. And and many of our interdimensional friends say the war has already been won, actually, that, that the light has made the absolute grade of of winning whatever is going on and it will just take some time for the dark to realize that that the defeat is already there and it gives us the opportunity to do our work that's what we're supposed to be doing right right well we could have gone elsewhere um for our spiritual evolution but we all chose here the hardest planet in this universe to do any And that's that's because our light was most needed here. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes makes sense. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the reason why I am where I am. So anyway. um. (laughs) Well, just know, know, Ted, that we appreciate what you're doing. Oh, thanks. and, And we always appreciate being invited to share with what you're bringing to the world. So thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for including us in this in this platform, in this process. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was guided by angels um, back in uh, 13, 12 and 13 to uh, do this work. So it's um, great. We're on the same team. That's important. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. I've been want to find us. You can find us on our website at larkma.com. It's L A A. RKMAA.com. And you can okay. find out about personal sessions, books we've written, 
all kinds of things. I think the Floridians have a be- really beautiful verbal language. I know they communicate telepathically, but the verbal language is really beautiful because it's, it's sing-song and it yeah. keeps going up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> English on this planet goes down. I mean, there's a lot of variations with English. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but <laughs> when, when we were first introduced to our friends Larkma, they said, we don't have a language like your human language. We speak in mathematical and musical tones. And oh, really? Wow. I thought that was really fascinating because uh-huh. they, they have to use both of our minds uh-huh. to translate what they're wanting humanity to understand because they don't speak a human language. So they use our brains or our minds to pull the words out. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, um, hold on. I'm, you know what things, um, hold on here. My next guest, um, is Alfred Weber and, um, there's always last minute stuff that comes up. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> well, we'll let you get to it and enjoy your next guest. And let me to- let me introduce you to Alfred, if you don't mind. He just popped on. Okay. So um, here, I'll just uh, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll admit him into the room. He's, um, yeah, he's, 10, he's 11 seconds early, but that's okay. I'll admit him. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred? It's so good to see both of you. Can't wait to have you part of my conference in March. And uh, for those who want to sign up, it's just www.galacticwisdomconference.com. And be fine. Uh, Alfred, how are you doing, my friend? It's great to see you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Happy 2023, year of the water rabbit, all of that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I don't know if you know my friends or not, but this is P and Cullen from uh, Larkma Speaks. They're Plidian contactees, and they always have beautiful things to say, and I wanted to introduce oh, amazing. you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you soon. very much. Wow. Yeah. Nice to meet That's you. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, being contactees. I I haven't discovered yet who took me up in their ships in uh February of nineteen seventy-three. I've been trying to figure out who they were, but Annie Bashago was up in another ship and they allowed him to see me there, so I've got a witness, mm-hmm. but I still don't know who they are. Okay. Hold on, let me let me meditate for a minute. I'll I'll find out. It was uh it was Walmart. Oh my God, I hadn't oh. realized. No, <laughs> <laughs> they were benevolent. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Alfred, it's nice to meet you. And Ted, thank you for this opportunity. And we'll see you again soon. We'll see you again soon, my friend. We'll be we'll be in touch. Okay. All right. Bye bye for now. Bye-bye, my friends. Take care, P and Cullen. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, I just uh, I just got your message now, um, Alfred, that um, 
Uh, yeah, sure. You can be a co-host. No problem. Um, let's see. Oh, I yeah. Think... No, I mean, if it's too much trouble, I thought I I could thereby broadcast it to my listeners that, that particular oh. segment. Yeah, that's totally fine. Let me see here. I think... Um, I think I have to do it. Um, I think Don has to do it. Um, oh, okay. I'll ask here. If it's, um, yeah, if no it's problem. too much problem, it it doesn't matter. Okay, I'll ask. Um, I'll say hi, Don. <laughs> um, okay. Um, All right, I hear you. Your audience hears me. I figured that's the best way. Okay, okay, great, my friend. Hi, hey, Don, thanks so much. Um, Alfred, explain what you'd like to do. Um, yeah, wanna... yeah, Don, hi there. I just wondered if, if if for my segment it would be possible for me to be co-host. I could record it, and then I could I see what uh, you're saying. broadcast yeah, I it to that. my okay. listeners. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. Let's do that. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. I will start yeah, it's a pleasure. recording when, whenever like you say. I start thinking of that more often because it seems more and more people want to be able to do that. So. Right, oh, right. Oh, well, thank you very there much. There are some, some productions that we make all 12, 15, 20 participants, all co-hosts. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Okay, great. And great. they all record. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Don, right. won't you need uh, Alfred's uh, diamond-studded, gold-plated, platinum-silver um, cabal credit card? I do, I do need that, and I would also like a few pounds of silver and a couple pounds of gold. If that's not. Oh well, I I didn't bring it uh, for this recording, but uh, well, well, they'll send you the bill in the mail. I will have to look under my mattress. (laughs) (laughs) We'll send people over to do that for you. Don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, Don, thank you so much for your help, my friend. And oh, you're welcome to chime in during the show, too, you know. Oh, um, thank you. Thank always, you. always Al, welcome. I love Alfred very much. I, I think the oh, world it is I truly it do. is returned. And you, thank, you're thank a fellow you Canadian. Much. I'm Canadian, so oh, far much out. love always to you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Don. Appreciate it. Well... Alfred, you've done a lot of things in your life. Oh, my God. Where to start? Um, well, in 25 words or less, how did you get uh, started in your in d- doing the kind of work you do now? You can have 27 words, actually. But um, a little yeah. kind of overview of your of your work and the kind of things you do. Well, you know, it it, it came uh, – it, it was easy. I, th- this was uh, toward the end of, of – uh, of, of 1972, I was the general counsel of the Environmental Protection Administration of the city of New York. And I felt as though, uh, uh, you know, that sort of uh, uh, classical time space reality was not working. And I had begun exploring in the multidimensional field. Mm-hmm. And uh John Lindsay decided to run for mayor. He was my ultimate boss. And Jerome Krishma, the head of the EPA, ran for mayor. And so I decided uh, I met uh, a professor of experimental psychology at Rutgers who had been an ET contactee. And I met him on January 7th, uh, 1973. And uh, on February, early February, 
1973, I was just telling our friends I had my first multidimensional experience mm-hmm. where I was brought up into a spacecraft. Wow. And I said, oh, my God, you know, and this is from being a government lawyer. <laughs> and so I just yeah. cast aside and I said, I'm going into the multidimensional world. And from there, um, I I went forward and I... Uh, Six months later, I had written the book Exopolitics. Now, I should say that there's a time travel element to it, and that is that the DARPA CIA secret time travel unit in 1971 had met with me under false pretenses, 50 of them. They had time traveled my book Exopolitics, from 2005 when it was published back to 1971 because they wanted to see what I looked like because they knew that from 2000 forward, I would be doing all of this disclosure. So I've been doing living kind of a multidimensional life ever since then. So Mm. it was between sort of what I call the chronicarchy, the time travel uh, secret government, and whatever interdimensionals, I think they're the uh, Regional Galactic Governance Council, the Pleiadians, the Alpha Centaurians, the Syrians, and others. And between those two, I've sort of been, uh, you know, doing exopolitics. And now in, in, uh, in 2003, I, as I mentioned, we, we now have launched a learning platform for Earth uh, for multidimensional knowledge to try and ground all of this Um, because, uh, you know, the matrix here can't make up its mind whether it wants to blow up the planet or have a war or, (laughs) you know, have a genocide or, you know. Or they might even want to change their sex for that matter. Who knows? Hard to tell. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're off on their trip, but but we're but we're serious about having a, a learning platform in um, in exopolitics, exosciences, sci sciences, and spiritual sciences, mm-hmm. and we call it omniversity and uh, versus university. Omniverse, yeah, versus- which is after universes. Okay, universe connotates or denotates one universe right one reality multiverse right. don't denotates different different realities is that right well, it, yeah. It, yeah the the universe uh is is a singularity of time energy space and matter mm-hmm. and that was discovered uh, uh around 3500 bc by the sumerian astronomers and then in 1895 uh the the american psychologist william james coined the term multiverse to mean the sum of all the universes. And two Stanford scientists have estimated that uh, the number of universes now is humongous, that we know. And and it is so, that number is so large Uh that if we, if we, that, that we don't have a name for it, but if we wrote that number out in 12-point type or by hand, that number would be more than 260 million 
miles long. That's how many universes there are, and we're in oh my god. one. Oh my now, goodness. There's yet another cosmological body called the omniverse. And that is the one that myself and several other individuals we converge and in separate parts of the world we published books in 2014 each co-discovering the omniverse wow and and what the omniverse is it's like the einstein equation the omniverse equation is <clears throat> omniverse equals multiverse in other words the sum of all the universes plus mm-hmm. the spiritual dimensions and the spiritual dimensions equals the intelligent civilization of souls in the afterlife, mm-hmm. the spiritual beings plus source, or what people call God. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, 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 you might say, so we then, rather universities are chartered to study universes through that old canon of science, mm-hmm. you know, and it's that 19th century canon of science where they don't, oh, we don't recognize the afterlife. Oh, we don't recognize psychic capacity. Oh, we oh, don't really? recognize the soul, you know. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, okay. why an omniversity? Omniversities are chartered to share the knowledge of our multidimensional reality and sciences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And universities are gatekeeping this new knowledge. Mm-hmm. Universities are chartered to study the establishment sciences of time, energy, space, and matter. And universities gatekeep the scientific study of the spiritual dimensions of the omniverse, such as the soul, life after death, the interlife spirit, reincarnation, spiritual beings and source or God, which are not matters of faith, they're matters of science. That's the science of the omniverse. And exosciences such as quantum access, teleportation, time travel, psi sciences such as the study of psi, extrasensory perception, telekinesis, and telepathy. And all of those are forces. I mean, when a soul comes to incarnate in a body, it it um, it teleports from the from the spiritual dimension. In a typical case, and we we know this from the science, and this is what I talk about in my three books on the omniverse. In the typical case a soul, about half of the soul, because the soul remains anchored in the spiritual dimension, and it can simultaneously be leading about three or four different incarnated lives in different material planes. Really? Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. In different exophenotypes, we we can be, you know, a a bird being and a human being and other beings, because Universes are machines for soul development. Right. And, and, uh, so, uh, say oh. if we're doing a human incarnation on earth, right. uh, uh, about three months prior to, to, in, to, uh, 
uh, about three months after the fetus uh, starts maturing, you know, is born, Mm -hmm. the the soul would come through an interdimensional portal and would come up right next to the womb of the mother and then would interface into the fetus. And it's after three months that the fetus acquires the soul. And this is, this, this, this we know from a lot of omniverse science. And this is the, the omniverse science that we share and teach at omniversity with various textbooks and faculty members and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, uh, if you go through the, the, uh, course catalog at, at, um, uh, at Omniversity, you'll have courses in exopolitics, exosciences, um, uh, sci sciences, spiritual sciences, uh, in the Department of Spiritual Sciences, uh, Laura Eisenhower is teaching a course on the divine feminine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've uh, uh, got a couple of courses on the science of the omniverse, which is the integration of spirituality and science, mm-hmm. the afterlife, uh, souls, spirit, and 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 source, uh-huh. the universe, and the omniverse, uh, both in English and in Spanish. Uh-huh. Uh, I also do one on the exopolitics and a positive future. We have one of the experts on the history of, of, of exopolitics do one on the German flying saucer mystery, you know, prior to World War II. Sure, right. The Germans had a lot of flying saucers. They supposedly right. established even a base on Mars. So there's a lot of stuff there. Uh, Alfred, I, I'd I'd I'm love to, I'd love to teach a class if you like I, if if there's room. You know, you took the words out of my mouth. I didn't want to be presumptuous, but I wanted to issue an invitation to you oh, how to sweet. be a faculty member. Oh, I'd love to. I would really? love that. Oh, that would that, be a lot of fun. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that that would be great because I, uh, yeah. And I used to I used to teach for thirty years on and off. At different universities and community colleges in um, sociology and law and other subjects, and I'd, I'd love it. I love teaching, so it'd be oh, fun. Oh, good, good. Well, y- you know, one of the things that we've done with Omniversity, uh, you know, it's a it's it's a virtual platform, so people access it, mm-hmm. and and each class. Uh, Let's say that 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 you would pre-record a a class of about of of about sixty minutes, and then the the um, students would come and access it. We already have five hundred uh, students who are enrolled in fantastic. university. Yeah, that's and, fantastic. Yeah, and uh, the the registration is free at Omniversity. So. People just go to omniversity.info and they wow. register free. Wow. And then what okay. we've done is that we make the cost of each class because now 
in some countries in the world, like Germany, which are enlightened, they've made higher education, university education free for the citizens. But in the West, here in North America, they're still mortgaging students their entire life. That's awful. Yeah, it's awful. So we're not... We're not doing that, and yeah. and the and, and what it is is that the cost of each class, and right now there 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 are thirty plus classes that are available. We're just getting started. Is about the cost of a latte at Starbucks. <laughs> so you, it's it's essentially five bucks. Oh, oh that's that's so, that's so great. You go in and you put in your five bucks. Right. And and you you get it and and then uh, that goes in and Stripe, you know, there's a company named Stripe and they're experts. Yeah, yeah. And then right. Yeah. At the end of the month, and then we share it with the faculty member, but with the large number of students and everything, so the faculty member months after months gets all those collected things and we share it 50-50 with the faculty. Oh, that sounds... And then Omniversity has the other half and its responsibility is to market this. So that's... So that works well. But let me... Let me share some of the uh, classes that we have, which are introductory classes in the Department of Exosciences. And here we have actual U.S. chrononauts, time travelers like Andrew Bishago. Oh, yeah. Okay? A Brief History of Time Travel, Part 1 and Part 2. These are from whistleblowers from the secret time travel program. Wow, cool. We have have a number, two or three Mars explorers, U.S. Mars explorers who have been – on Mars, we have fascinating. They're, they they have they're teaching five classes on the CIA Mars jump room, and what it, five mm-hmm. classes on on what it's been like to be on Mars. I mean, cool. for cool. twenty five bucks, I mean, five classes in five weeks. <laughs> not going to get any university That's... to give you that, right? In and the then, in the. Uh, uh, you know, when the state's yeah, tuition's high, you know. Yeah, I mean, th- this is like extraordinary. And we, we have uh, Department of Psy Sciences, Energy Healing at a Distance. Uh-huh. We have Susan Gordon here in Canada, who who is extraordinary. She speaks to animals. The Fine Art of Animal Communication. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And then uh, we... we, we we have the Chronogarchy series. Uh, this is the uh, the secret uh, time travel government. Uh, you know, we we just put out this book on the Chronogarchy, which is the secret time travel government, and this is all evidence uh, and uh, understanding the Chronogarchy top secret time travel government. So we we teach the chronogarchy time travel, and then we have at at omniversity.us omniversity faculty books and publications. So all faculty, if they have books, we 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 have a course catalog with all the links, 
And then we have a, um, a book catalog. If, if faculty want to put their, their books, like if it, you could assign, I know that you just published books so that you can assign, say, for your classes, you can assign a certain book for your classes or some of your books. So this then works. Uh, this is, and then you can, uh, uh, create as many classes as you wish around all of your books. And then these, these are as many, uh, students as you want. We, we have over, uh, uh, almost 9,000 on our, on our mailing list for, um, for on diversity. So this is, um, this is extraordinary. Now, let me tell you one more thing. Students can earn an omniversity certificate in omniverse science. Hmm. And what they can do is they can earn an omniversity certificate in omniverse science by one, registering in and showing proof of completing all available courses, all the classes at omniversity.info, which is not a big deal. I mean, you know, what's 30 classes at $5 each? You know, that's that's a lot of time. They're going to learn a lot, but that's $150. It's not $150,000, which is what it takes to go to Harvard. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and, I know. And I know. then they would complete a written or an audiovisual, i.e. video, omniverse science thesis in coordination with an omniverse faculty advisor. You would be a faculty advisor. I'm a faculty advisor. Mm-hmm. So that the students could either choose to do a written omniverse science thesis. These days, people like to do video. So if they want to do a video thesis, they they would do it, you know, in in conjunction with the faculty person. Then they would have, you know, it's like a movie that they would have mm-hmm. in their in their resume. Mm-hmm. We are creating. This is creating the new institutions for the new earth. So there you have university. Fantastic. Can, people can just go to omniversity.info and it's all there. Wow. It's all there. The new earth is here. The new <laughs> earth yeah. is here. Yeah. Anybody who wants to waste their time on the, on the matrix, you know, whatever of war, disease, crime and poverty, they can do that. But <laughs> we have the new world infrastructure. We have omniversity.info and it's all there. Have you? So, Ted, thank you very much for letting us share this with you in the year of the water rabbit. Oh, well, that sounds great. That sounds great. That sounds, I'm so glad you're doing that. I've heard about your university activities before. Um, and I'd love to join, join you. We'll we'll talk about details. Yeah. 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 And, and it's a great privilege to have you as a faculty member because Mm -hmm. You have lectured at uh, at the early stages of Exo University. You 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 came to our to our facilities there in Vancouver, Canada. Yeah, and you right. and you lectured, and and we remember that very very well. 
Well, what we've done is we've gone virtual now. Mm-hmm. And and we can facilitate it so that you would be able to do your your arrow lectures. We have a very fine webmaster who then would 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 put your classes on online. We have a very fine platform, and uh, this is going to be you know you would have titled your lectures. You would describe it. You could just plan everything out. You would say, well, these are the textbooks I want to go. Just like in the old world, the universities that were enmeshed in time, energy, space, and matter, we're leaving that behind. We're going into the omniverse. That's fantastic. I'm so glad you're doing that. Um, Have you been endorsed by the World Economic Forum, um, Alfred? You know, those are people who... (laughs) That's a joke. Sorry. We actually have sued... I changing hats. I'm a judge on the yeah. on the a natural and common law tribunal for public health and justice. Uh huh. Great. And and we actually have sued the world. They they are one of the defendants that <laughs> that we have sued for all sorts of things that they have done. I'm I'm sure they know about uh, you. Uh, uh, against against natural <laughs> law, but wow. um, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know. Uh, no one is beyond redemption, and if people are sincere and they want to transform, and you know, I mean, I I'm not going, you know, but right. can can the leopard change their their, their spots, and can those ten thousand reptilian souls that are oppressing us yeah. really transform? I I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. It's it's a free will planet, but they come from a species where there's no free will. So for them, I mean, I, it must be a learning experience for them to be here, I guess. I don't know. Um, but um, one of the topics during my last interview just a few minutes ago, my friend, was that I'd, I'd received a message some time ago that when we're all said and done and we get through this, this transition period, I look at this transition period to a better planet, that... Um, the the negatives and the positive will will learn to get along together. That'll be a model for the rest of the universe on how other species could live together, rather than. Now that's fighting. the first time that I've heard that, and that's very interesting. Yeah, I have heard that years ago. Yeah. So now that's yeah. that's that's the first time that I've. Of course, you you have different mm-hmm. levels in humanity. Right. Because you have sort of that, that sort of ten thousand or to a million sort of control factor that are controlling, you know, at the at the governmental, military, financial, religion area, and then right. you have sort of the the souls that are hypnotized and go along with them, sort of the camp followers. So maybe. Maybe it's it's a gradual process of consciousness expansion mm-hmm. and enlightenment, True. where the where the souls that are denser become more and more enlightened, mm-hmm. and and so that there is a uh, mm-hmm. there is a there is a thing. Uh, what I I had a very we uh, here uh, Dr. Courtney Brown who 
who wrote an introduction to Oh, yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great guy. And he's the director of the Farsight Institute. That's right. Uh huh. And they and they do remote viewing. Right. And yeah. One Great of the work. methodologies. One of the methodologies that we did in this early book on exopolitics was remote viewing. Mm-hmm. And and uh, a few months ago, uh, the Farsight Institute did a, a remote viewing on Vladimir Putin's inner circle. Really? Because it was very. Yeah, it was right after the Russia invaded Ukraine because it was so like off the wall, and and uh, uh, what they what they discovered uh-huh. uh, from from a re- remote viewing uh, a remote viewing point of view is that Vladimir Putin and his inner circle at an interdimensional level. Are sur- surrounded and highly influenced by interdimensional Draco reptilians that are the ones that are, have them under the sway and, and have them, you know, that push them into the Ukraine and they're pushing them, you know, the former president Medvedev of Russia, who's his every other day, he gets up and says, he's going to be nuclear war, you know. And, mm-hmm. I mean, these sort of off the wall things. Right. What What about the Ukrainian Zelensky? He must have his own demons surrounding him too. Don't know much about him, but you know, I I've studied him very carefully. Uh huh. He he comes from show business, mm. and and uh, uh, I've studied him very carefully, and uh, it isn't the same. It I. If, hey. If, Hello. if if he has a reptilian soul, it may be a lizard soul, I not see. a Draco, which is less a less. I'm I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm hearing other voices. Yeah, Don, somebody's going in. Could you say, could you cut cut out the volume, please, my friend? Thank you. Anyway, go go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I. Uh, I studied the biography of Zelensky, and the guy is highly creative. Mm-hmm. Is very very creative, mm-hmm. uh, and he's up against the Dracos, and I think he's doing a brilliant job. Now uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah. You know, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well. Um... Have you have you um, have you got you've gotten a lot of support for your for your work there? Have you have you been harassed at all for your um, your? I mean, because you go into areas nobody goes. <laughs> it's like Star oh, Trek. I, I have been, I I have been uh, so so targeted and so you know harassed and so the focus of directed energy weapons, but yeah. I think I've broken through. Okay. You know, I think I've broken through to the other side and it's like, you know, like, okay, enough already. Yeah. I'm on the other side. Do you know what I mean? Right. right. And uh, right. I was first hit with directed energy weapons. Okay. Uh, 
when, uh, uh, well, first of all, um, in, in February of 1973, when I went up in the, into the, uh, into the multidimensional experience and up into the ET experience, those ETs, uh, it was simultaneously myself, Andrew DiBishago, and Jimmy Carter, all three of us. And because Jimmy Carter is an ET contactee and adoptee, and that was two things. Number one, it was to coordinate my being the director of the Jimmy Carter extraterrestrial communication study, which occurred um, uh, during the first year of his presidency. And secondly, it was to help coordinate his run for, and win for the White House. Sure. Um, and the way that that occurred on the ground, I was in New York at the time, and um, Congressman Henry B. Gonzalez had, had contacted me uh, uh, and and asked me to help him uh, coordinate and get started the House Select Committee on Assassinations to investigate the assassinations of John F. Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, Martin Luther King, and Malcolm X. Wow, okay. Yeah, so th- this oh. was something because Jimmy Carter and John F. Kennedy were half-brothers. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. You see, what, 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 what happened is that Jimmy Carter's mother was Joseph Kennedy's secretary. And she oh. became pregnant. And oh. so Joe Kennedy sent her back to Georgia, and then Jimmy Carter was born. Oh, I That's it. I really? Yeah, I yeah, had yeah. No idea. But, I had no they, idea. but they were half brothers. So I was there. In, in New York, and Jimmy Carter sent an emissary to me after he was elected uh, president, and who said who invited me for lunch at the Carlisle Hotel, and said, uh, "Look, and they knew that I was a consultant to Representative Henry B. Gonzalez, chairman of the uh, House Select Committee." Uh, in the Congress, he was also chairman of the House Banking Committee. He said, mm-hmm. Alfred, Jim Carter is very interested in the House Select Committee assassinations. That that was because of, of, of the JFK thing. And, you know, so we, we're going to be following right. it. Right. And then he invited me down to Washington in the in the transition period. You know, there's a period between the election and January sort of from November to January, like December, mm-hmm. where you have an incoming president. Right. So around December or so of 1976, I went down to Washington. We went and, and in, uh, um, <clears throat> so that it's all documented, all of the documentation of the ETs and all, all of that. It's not uh-huh. making it up now. I have a physical witness like Andrew Bashago, a lawyer saying that, yes, I saw him on the ship. 
and the ETs put Andy on the ship so that I would have a physical witness there. Wow, amazing. Yeah, so the, the, and this is all highly designed that way. So anyway, there I am, and, and they invited me down, and it was, uh, JC and the 12 apostles, Jimmy Carter was not there that night, but all, all, all his inner circle was. And they said, well, you're going to work for peanut. Because <laughs> they called Jimmy Carter peanut. <laughs> he was a peanut farmer. Uh-huh. And at that time, in that moment, I got the flash to start the, the Jimmy Carter White House extraterrestrial communication project. Oh, wow. Which probably I had gotten on the ship. You see what I'm saying? Sure. Prior to the election. So so then I came down and and a friend of mine uh, took me down to the Bowery and introduced me to the one of the chief participants in the remote viewing experiments that Russ Targ and Dr. Harald Pudal were carrying out at Stanford Research Institute. This is a guy in, in New York. And he said, well, go see. And, and, and I had to go back to the Bay Area for family over Christmas. So I went to the Bay Area and I called up Russ Targ and Harald Pudal at Stanford Research Institute. And I went there and I said, look, I've got this great idea to to uh, start an extraterrestrial communication project with the Carter White House. I met with Carter's inner circle. And they said, that's a great idea. You should start here at SRI with the Center for the Study of Social Policy, which is uh, Willis Harmon. They're the futurists. Uh So they introduced me to Willis Harmon. I, I pitched it to them, and they offered me a job on the spot. So really? then I joined oh. the Futures Unit, or SRI, with a proposition to uh, do to do Jimmy Carter's extraterrestrial communication study with SRI as the contractor. Right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we started that <laughs> out, but what happened is that in the U.S. government. The U.S. government is mainly controlled by the Draco Reptilians, especially the Pentagon is controlled by the Draco Reptilians. Mm-hmm. So I, once I join, I'm flying back and forth between Palo Alto and Washington, D.C. And when I get to Washington, D.C., uh, I was sort of set up to meet with an assistant secretary of defense in the Pentagon, which is the reptilians. And then they were, they were contracted to sabotage the Carter White House extraterrestrial communication study. And so on the very day that I first met with the White House and got the White House approval for this study, then I went to, in the afternoon, over to the Pentagon, met with this as Secretary of Defense. As I walked in, I was hit with directed energy weapons, you know, zaps. Uh-huh. And when I went to Dallas Airport, 
to fly out, uh, they had men in black there. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Guys, guys with with instead of tie clips, they had rifles instead of tie clips. I mean, oh I, I I I used my tennis racket in the passenger lounge to kind of you know combat them. But at the end, I was supposed to fly to New Orleans. I went to New Orleans. I was supposed to meet in New Orleans with the district attorney of New Orleans who was conducting a parallel investigation on the JFK assassination with Congressman Henry B. Gonzalez. And I was hit with directed energy weapons there again, so I had to call that off. What, 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 did, what did the weapons do to you? Did, they, did you feel like you were being punched in the stomach? Um, it, 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 it's, it, yeah, well, it, it, it's like if like you're taking a, a, a whole you know, a whole bunch of LSD or something, you get like, Ooh, you know, oh, wow. it, it sort of makes you, yeah. you know, non-functional, you know, yeah, right. it disoriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and it was to, uh, to, uh, to stop the Carter White House extraterrestrial communication study. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and all of this is highly is highly documented. I've got a uh, uh, I was disclosure project witness with Dr. Stephen Greer. There's an affidavit filed there. Uh-huh. Yeah, everything. Wow. Uh, so that and and so that's been kind of my my uh, uh, you know this 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 history of it. And that was my introduction to quote real exopolitics. Wow. So I've been on the ground fighting the real fight on behalf of the human extraterrestrials versus the Draco reptilians. Right. Okay. Wow. Wow. What a story. Um, I had, um, it's very interesting. You probably know about this, um, but in mid April 1979, um, up until that point, uh, President Carter, I like, I, I actually was a delegate for him from Washington State. At Amazing. The 70, yeah, at the, at the 76th convention in St. Louis. And, Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I was there and I liked him. I really did. Uh, flew all the way there and everything. And, uh, um, in mid, so I, I like him and I followed him over the years. Yeah. And, um, I want to run something by you. I, um, in in April of seventy nine, uh, up until that time, he was interested in ETs, and you know he's seen a UFO when he was the peanut farmer in Georgia's governor and everything. Very interesting work. But after April, he in April, mid April, uh, Alfred, he went to on a on a family and went to on a vacation down to Georgia with his president, and he was down there about ten days, two weeks. I don't remember the time. About mid April, and when he came back. Uh, a couple things happened. He dropped his interest completely about UFOs. And the second thing happened, for 50 or 60 years, he had parted his hair always on the left, always yeah. on the left. And after middle of April of 79, he parted it always on the right. Mm-hmm. And then I heard anecdotal ev- uh, uh, evidence that he has he had changed and... Uh, 
Um, there was a rumor going around that maybe he was cloned. I don't know, but I had heard uh, that yeah. it's in my book. Um, I backed it up with pictures where you can see, clearly see, you know, people usually don't change right, their right, hair right. within overnight like that, but I wanted to run it by you. I like him. I still like him. Yeah. I thought he was a good president, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the, um, you see, uh, the Carter who, who was abducted with me in 1973 right. was an advanced human who was right. abducted with me and with Andy Bashago in the ships was an advanced human. Okay. And, and, uh, uh, and who sent an, an emissary to me to New York to meet around with, uh, um, uh, Representative Henry Gonzalez, and then who invited me down to Washington, uh-huh. and then who approved uh, the Carter White House Extraterrestrial Communication Project. This was an official, uh, an official proposal of Stanford Research Institute. We have the National Science Foundation on it. Well, wow. uh, we had Jacques Vallée as a, I remember as, him as yeah. a scientist on it. It right. was an it was an official. It was the first civilian project. It wasn't like like the nineteen seventy three. You know, it wasn't a Pentagon led project like it happened right. in nineteen seventy three. Right, right. When they had the Michigan UFO flop and flap and. Uh, Gerald R. R. Ford brought in, uh, uh, you know, uh, they said, oh, UFOs, well, that's swamp gas. You know, he brought in the disinformation. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, So, and then what happened is that uh, uh, George H.W. Bush, who is Draco Reptilian Soul, became involved at the CIA level, George W. Bush went to Iran, made a deal with Iran uh, to sabotage Carter with the um, with the uh, right. uh, with with the detainees at the US embassy in order to bring down Carter I, on, I, his, on his on his second term. Yeah, I, and, yeah well. and it may have been that Carter, as part of that, it may have been that Carter was also Carter's soul was targeted as part of that counterattack by Reagan. Excuse me, by George H. W. Bush in 1979 and in 1980. Makes sense. So I makes sense. This is just a that's Excellent. the first part that that I was involved. I was dealing with a human soul. Makes total sense. Thank you for filling in the blanks for me. Yeah, because yeah. you were there. You were there. Yeah, you experienced everything and went through oh, it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I hadn't realized all these details. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, this is. This is now what, what we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to be teaching now. I mean, the universities gatekeep all of this. So at our university, this is what we're teaching. So that people, you know, it's time that planet Earth 
join the rest of Omniverse reality. So I welcome <laughs> yeah, you that's right. to the faculty, Ted. I welcome you to the faculty. Thank we'll you. be in touch. We look forward to right. you joining us and, and you're creating educational material. I think that's going to be fantastic. In fact, you took, I, I, I've been the, the last three days I said, you know, I, because I was going to make the invitation on the air. And it's so wonderful that you came out and just <laughs> on your own did it. My angels prompted me to, to ask, so um, I, I <laughs> oh, went and hit so and, and did it. Yeah, I I used to I used to teach um, I, I used to teach uh, for about thirty years in oh, boy. a couple of different universities um, and different community colleges. Oh yeah, and really enjoyed it and kind of miss it now. Um, I don't I don't know what it's like now to teach. You know, of course, I live. Um, in Washington State, where um, they've, you know, Inslee's nuts. He required all the faculty and students and staff to get the shots, and who knows how many are living now. Well, I don't well, know. no, you see, we're this, this is going to be uh, this is a virtual platform. Yeah, right. So, so Good. you're going to be um, your your courses. We will record them on Zoom, and then they are up on Zoom, and then the students will just go on Zoom, and it's a pay-per-view. In, in other words, they, they they go up to the platform, and they choose. That's their, great. Wow. It's not at all. They, there's no involvement of any censorship anywhere. Yeah, right. Well, that's good. That's good, my friend. Well, you're doing fantastic work, and um, I think you're, you, you are safe where you are. I'm glad where you are. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you are safe. Um, I'm protected by angels and the Galactics is on the Plydian, so I'm I'm safe pretty much where I am here, too. Thank you. Yeah, that is so good. Yeah. Yeah, be, yeah. Be, you know, and it, we we come here on this on this mission. I feel so grateful that and I'm sure that you feel the same that that we're deployed here on this mission because it is a great privilege to come here. It's true. And teach and to raise mm -hmm. the, you know, raise the frequency. And people here are very grateful. And I feel that, that now <clears throat> we're entering a new time where we can bring systematic, multi-dimensional knowledge. You know, this is a new era now. Right, right. Well, it's... Uh... I, I was speaking with um, Albert Einstein and President Kennedy and George Washington. It was uh, about a year ago or two years wow. ago. And they said to me that they would love to trade places and be here sure. at this time. And I looked at them and I said, really? I said, okay. <laughs> you want to switch? Okay. No, I, I have a contract here. So I'm not going to, you know, I have oh, yeah. to be. You know, I, I look at it as a privilege and an honor to be. There's a lot of souls who wanted to reincarnate to be part of this ascension cycle now, but there weren't enough bodies to go around, you know? Yeah. And, and so, um, but there's a lot of, uh, we're getting a lot of tension of all the planets in the universe. This is the, the hardest one to affect any positive change, Alfred. And it's also the most watched planet in the entire universe. Yeah. So we you see the, this is vital knowledge. I think that you, vital multidimensional knowledge that you can bring 
Mm -hmm. uh, to our student bodies in a systematic way that is going to elevate them, you know, and really change lives, mm -hmm. you know, and change generations. Because I think that now we're settling down to generational work. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing because we have won. Basically, we have won. Right. And and now, so now we're settling down to teach and establish the new generations. And mm -hmm. that's the significance of yeah. 2023 right. year of the water rabbit. That's, that's my kind yeah. of feeling. Wow. Wow. It's an, it's an amazing time and an exciting time to be alive too. A lot of exactly. opportunities coming up. Uh, there's a lot of negativity, but I, I look at the negatives on the way out. Yeah. You know, because God is behind us and the vibrations of the planet are rapidly rising and there's nothing they can do to change it. They can try, you can try to slow it down, but they can't stop it. Not this time. No, no, they're, they're, uh, they're in their death rattle. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> death rattle. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> It's true. I mean, you, well, you just have, have to look at the at the insane things that they're doing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at the fake guy. What's his name? Joe. Uh, he's not important. Biden. Whatever he is. Another two months, maybe, if he's lucky. I I, I do. Yeah. I don't see him going soon. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all of these people are. Uh, were pre-identified and groomed by the chronogarchy, the secret time travel government in, in 1971 and really? forward. Well, yeah, okay. uh, 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 George H.W. Bush, Bush Sr., George W. Bush, Bush Jr., Bill Clinton, uh, Barack Obama, otherwise known as Barry Satoro. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, a uh, even um, uh, uh, Donald John Trump, yeah, and uh, yeah, Joseph yeah. Joseph Robin Biden, and Joseph Robin Biden has you know spent his time, you know, being groomed for this time, right? And as did uh, you know, they were all groomed pre-identified and groomed it in 1971. So they, 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 they all spent their time since then kind of, you, you know, treading water until this time. Some were, you know, sneakier than others and worse than, than others, but they're all reptilian souls. Some are lizard souls, uh, but uh, uh, they are, Puppets of the chronogarchy, mm -hmm. uh, which is a secret time secret time travel government. They're not yeah. uh, independently elected human souls according to a constitutional process by the informed free will of the electorate. Right. So, in order to have a truly functioning democracy, you have to have a well-informed electorate and the electorate in the United States did not know that all of the candidates had been pre-identified by, by chronovisor 
and have been groomed secretly saying, you're going to be president and this is what you're going to say and this is the limits of what you can do. Uh, you know, and, and so, yeah, right. but now, but now the vibration has raised to a level where the, they have been neutralized. They're, they, they don't have any more, you know, their, their powers have been neutralized. Right, right. And, and, uh, uh, so now the human souls, now is the time of the human souls come out and the reptilian souls are on auto destruct the putin really the, yeah interesting 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 but yet they still try which is interesting isn't it well it's it's their it, you know it's their you know it's their programming i see interesting do and, they themselves have any free will i don't think are they this programming controls their movements and what they do, but that's an, I guess that's an interesting question, isn't it? Whether they do have any free will. Well, um, uh, there's distinctions uh, among them, but uh, they, and, and then there's another actor and the other actor is the invadient is the invading sentient inorganic artificial intelligence mm -hmm. which is the AI which is not an exophenotype embodied in a in an organic uh, you know type but is right. plasma based right and and that's kind of a separate thing uh-huh uh, yeah. but yeah uh, basically what's what's at stake is whether, this planet will remain as a divine soul incarnation planet or whether it will, under the transhumanist agenda, shift to being a an AI incarnation planet where only robotic souls incarnate. And that's basically right. what's at stake. Right. And uh, so that's what they've tried to create with the shop program, too. Exactly. Yeah, right. Take away people's humanity, um, get rid of the soul, get rid of the chakra system. We become exactly. bio entities. Um, exactly. Have Have you heard of the Sasani? By the way, they're uh, an interesting. What? They're They're called the Sasani. Sasani. Uh, tell me more. Oh, okay. All right. The Sasani are 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 greys who were at one time human. And in this timeline, in another timeline, they lost their souls from the shot, reincarnated as greys, and then wanted to become human again and get in back in touch with God. And over the millennia in this uh, omniverse, um, they are currently 80% human and 20% greys. They're benevolent, they're members of the Galactic Alliance, and they have an officer exchange program with the Pleiadians. And you, if you go on board the ship, you'll meet them up there sometime. Yeah. And they look like human, except that their skin is paler. They don't have hair, but they're benevolent. Um, I've met with them before, and um, they're, be they're, they're trying to get back, and eventually they will become 100% human. And the Pleiadians are helping them become human again. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, yeah. so uh, they're called the Sasani. I had heard about them a couple of years ago, and then... Uh, 
uh, I went on board the ship, mothership, Plutian mothership last year, and I, they, they explained everything to me. And I thought, okay, interesting. So, um, wow, sure. sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I feel very optimistic, uh, as of this year. Yeah. Right. I know things are going to get better, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, Alfred, we all chose to be here. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. This was a choice. And, right. uh, uh, you know, so that now, uh, in a way, now we're coming to into the into the fullness of our mission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've, we've yeah, sort of right. been preparing for our mission. Now we're coming into the fullness of our mission. Well, this is I've been told, Alfred, that this is the seventh time we've tried to ascend. We just so there's six times before this one. Wow. And and number seven is like a completion number. Seven days of the week, yeah. seven year cycle. Seventh try for for ascension, but isn't that something? Yeah, but but we're doing it now, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah. You know, you 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 have so much wisdom and information that oh. that you can share in a systematic um, context. That I look forward oh. to your, you know. Oh, thank help, you. But thank you. Helping you do that and facilitating your you're doing that. Oh, thank you, my friend. Well, I've wanted to go back and teach now for the past 10 years or so, but nothing seemed to gel quite right. Um, yeah. yeah. And then the, then the scamdemic hit and crazy Inslee wanted everybody yeah. to be vaxxed. Oh, yeah. And I said, I don't want to get vaxxed. So, um, yeah. but well, I, I'm, I'm, you know, as it turns out, I'm meeting with our, our, our omniversity webmaster Monday, this coming Monday. So I will brief her on our, on, on our conversation, so we'll start getting ready, and okay. you, you, you and I can be in contact, and things will just okay de- develop okay. under their under their natural course. Okay, okay, great. I can I can plan out a couple of courses um, in my copious free time if you want. Um, sure, sure. You do you want it on a semester basis or a quarter basis? A- as you wish. I mean, it's just okay. Uh, as you wish. Okay. You know? All right. As you wish. All right. I, I've been through both systems and universities, and I prefer yeah. the I prefer the quarter system. You seem to get as much done. If you have a semester system, it's longer. You can. It's fine. Yeah. You know, it's just longer. But the quarter system. Yeah, yeah. A bit of a choice there. At, at when, yeah. When I went to school at um at Berkeley, it was quarter. Yeah. System. I preferred the quarter system, but other yeah. universities semester. I mean, it's up to them. Yeah. yeah. You could even, um, you know, and, and even now we were, in, in fact, prior to the program, I was just making the plans. Omniversity will be a Washington state uh, nonprofit corporation. And I'd like you to be, I'd like to invite you to be on the board of directors. Oh, thank you. I'd love it. I'd yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah, because you you yeah. could uh, really uh, uh, be of such value in terms of helping design the the educational format and bringing all of this experience and knowledge of educational formats um, uh, and things. I created a. One nonprofit for um, I got a nonprofit myself, and 
I created another one for the Immortal Peace Project, um, um, which is a state, Washington State nonprofit as well. So, oh, good. Yeah. So it's um, great. Years ago, there was no, um, almost no regulations, but now they've legislature stepped in. It's they're not bad. I mean, it's it's yeah. No, I mean they're fair, fair regulations. So yeah. Well, you know, we're we're not in competition with the state education system. Right. Because this is right. multi-dimensional knowledge right. that they don't right. recognize. So right. this could be entertainment value for their It could be. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. right. 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 Well, I think there's certainly demand for that, you know, people Yeah. People want to learn more and they want to expand the horizons and uh the vibrations are getting a lot higher too now. And Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I think that this is really the time to build the new world in its in its uh the the fifth you know five d the fifth world, whatever it is, and build institutions inside these new frequencies bringing knowledge bringing uh you right. know things that right. that make sense right. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'll right. I'll be in touch from that point of view too. Okay. Okay. From great. the organizational great. point of view. Alfred, let's say you're out in the street walking around there in beautiful Vancouver, and somebody comes up to you on the on the street and says, "I saw you on Ted's show, but I'm just one person. How do I make the world a better place?" What What would you say to them? You know, I would say that you are the world mm. because. Uh, if you look at the science of the omniverse, uh, it is a scientific fact that our souls are holographic fragments of source, of God. Mm-hmm. And the principles of holography are that the whole is in is in each fragment of the whole. So it's hard for us to understand but the whole of God is in my soul. Mm-hmm. The whole of the creator is in my soul. Mm-hmm. Holographically, that's a scientific fact. And mm-hmm. that's why some mm-hmm. spiritual traditions say namaste. I salute the God w- within you. I oh. salute the God within you. Oh, and it's, okay. not, it's not symbolic. It's not, uh-huh. it, it's not diplomacy. It's I salute the God w- within you. Uh-huh. Uh, Edgar Casey says, ye are gods in the making. Well, it's even more than that. No, ye mm-hmm. are gods. Ye are gods. We, holographically, we are holographic fragments of source, scientifically, right. and right. the whole of God is w- within us. And as each person is conscious of that, the the entire community of holograms shifts. The mm-hmm. whole thing shifts. And I think that that's part of consciousness expansion now. Right. I agree. Well, you know, that's what Zora from the Hollow Earth says. We are all gods and goddesses. Yeah. Yeah. He says that. I think he's, he's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Too. yeah he's yeah. right. And, and, yeah. and, and that's a scientific fact. That's the science of the omniverse. 
And it's it's not a po- poetry. It's not diplomacy. It's not symbolic. It's science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Do you see ships where you live in Vancouver? Or is there, there's, can you see the sky there? There's too lot of Yeah. Well, I, I've got a, uh, uh, I, I've got a, uh, let me just, uh, okay. Uh, I, we've, we, we've got a, uh, a clear sky here. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe a, a cloud ship, but, uh, right. I, I, I haven't been, you know, ha- haven't been looking. I mean, I, I I I track the the UFO things in in all the UFO uh world uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh uh but um my my study has been mainly uh now more my focus is on the omniverse uh and the dimensional ecology. So I'm more focused on the dimensional e- ecology and more in touch with the many levels of beingness. In other mm-hmm. words, it's not things out there, but it's things in here that are talking to me all the time. Mm-hmm. I have tremendous conversations. I have, I mean, it's just, I'm walking along, you know, mm-hmm. the, the inner prompts, uh, you know, just here and the oh, look over here and the, look over here. The just we are in a dimensional ecology, and so being open to that, it's just the amount of knowledge that can come to one is huge, and I guess that's just been my my focus because I've been focused on the omniversity and on the omniverse. Uh, others, uh, we, we have a very active um, uh, UFO, uh, you know, centers here and active, and I'm sure that they're, that they're active in that, in, in that sense. I'm, I'm more on the science of the omniverse kind of scholarly type things. I see. I but see. also, just mm-hmm. all the different voices and guides that are talking to me. Sure, sure. Um, I have a friend in North Vancouver who tell, who's told me before, it's been some years now I've been to Vancouver, but uh, up in a place called Grouse Mountain, where oh, there's yeah. a lot of UFO activity. I, yeah. I've never been there, but he's, I remember tearing about it. So. Oh, yeah, sure. No, there, there, there is a lot. This is a... This is a... This is an interdimensional hotspot, and and uh, uh, we we used to go out to Salt Spring Island, and uh, our theory was that Salt Spring Island was inside of a huge Atlantean crystal. It was just inside of a crystal. I got a yes on that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's it's that kind of a thing. We're we're just looking at all the structural and dimensional ecology things here mm-hmm. that we are focusing on. Uh, and, and for example, it's been well known that the parliament, the BC parliament, which is on Victoria, that there, there's, there's been a, a ship over that. I mean, there's just a lot of 
dimensional things ho- holding everything in in, right. in in place here. Right. You know, Canada is God's country, and it's the second largest landmass after Russia. Really? And, wow. Yeah. And wow. th- there are only like less than thirty thousand people here. I mean, you know, around. Mm. That's amazing. And yet, look. Thirty million. Yeah. Come and it's called God's country, mm. and that's and that's how I feel here. You know that that it is God's country. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you have right wing talk show hosts in the United States. The last couple of days said, "We should invade Canada." You know, it's really, what is that? You know, it's just you. You never know. I mean, the stuff that goes on down here. Who knows what Biden yeah. will do next? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know? but uh, uh, so we've been concentrating on 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 having Canada as kind of a a peaceful kind of balancing place, uh-huh. balanced uh-huh. place. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah. it's the second largest. Uh, and it, 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 you know, I think, uh, Putin allowed himself to be taken over by Dracos. Mm. There, there was a thing, uh, there's a pretty active, uh, kind of new age guy whose grandfather supposedly helped found the, helped found the Soviet Union. And a few years back, I was approached whether or not I wanted to start a weekly radio program with him and a couple of other people. Is that Armin Hammer? No, no, no. It's it's uh, I, I I'm blocking on his uh, on his name now. But supposedly the first guest on our program was going to be Vladimir Putin. Really? And this was yeah. Th- 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 this yeah. was uh, about about. Uh, about eight years ago, eight, eight to ten years ago, and and eight to ten, eight to ten years ago, Putin's persona was still somewhat positive, you know. And I, I think he 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 really allowed himself. I I'm so surprised. I I, I th- and and he was going to be the first guest on our weekly ra- radio program. And something happened, and it, you know, it just didn't occur. It didn't, didn't, didn't come together. And I, and in my own mind, I guess I was saved by the bell, you know. But I think the 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 Dracos got to him. Well, I had heard, um, I had heard uh, that um, he actually was um, the real one was uh, eliminated and replaced by, with a clone. Yeah. That's well, that, that's what I that's that what I heard. Yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. So yeah. So maybe maybe what what our friend uh Dr. Courtney Brown has been picking up through the Farsight Institute, it's very interesting. He puts out these videos and then his whole institute does remote viewing. And maybe what they've picked up is the Dracos around the uh, clone. I, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You know, you know, and they say Biden actually died. I've heard stories where he died two years ago. Others that he died nine, ten years ago. Um, At at that level, I I just don't know. Yeah, it's hard. Um, And yeah. And, you know, there there are these rumors that are 
put out there there was a person uh who was head of exopolitics Egypt and he was on the internet about two weeks ago putting out a, a negative rumor that Andy Bishago had died on April 6, 2022, which is false because I, I'm in contact with Andy. Every, you know why he did week. that? I'm sorry? You know why he did that? Why, why, who did what? Why, why he put out that false rumor about Andy? Why? Because that makes people think that he has cancer and we're powerful spiritual beings. So when people think somebody has cancer, they can create cancer in that individual and, and, and eliminate it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that individual is working with negative spirits. That's right. That's right. You know, you know, Kim Gogan? I, I, I don't know her personally, but tell me about her. Well, I stay away from her because I've been told she's a reptilian shapeshifter. And I'll give you an example. It was about a year, year and a half ago where she put out a broadcast, about a year and a half ago, she put out a broadcast that, um, President Trump had cancer and he was on the way to the hospital, which was totally false. He didn't have cancer, but it made people think that perhaps he did have cancer and thinking that would have caused him cancer. So you see, you have the, uh, it's the same effect. It's the same effect. I stay away from her completely. She's shape-shifted. Very interesting. But that's what I was told. That was the whole Thank you for all of that. I yeah, I, sure. I've been very yeah. puzzled by that. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's an old Beatles song. They talk about mind games. Well, mind games. Yeah. Mind games. <laughs> and 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 it's a battle between of the minds too. Yeah, exactly. You know what information do you believe? You know. Yeah. And and um, I think what you should do um, is to is to always give credence to your heart mind. If if it's something feels exactly. right, feels good feels like it's true, then it's true. But don't necessarily hang everything on your logical mind, which often can be wrong. The logic. Exactly. Exactly. You know? know. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's very wise. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I know in, 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 in a couple of years, in, by the end of this year, a lot of good things will have come board. Um, we're going to have challenges this year, but we're going to get through everything. I know that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. It's very, yeah. Very good feeling. You know, we just have to remain strong. And, um, you know, you, you've, I know you've had challenges earlier in your life and, uh, look where you are today doing the wonderful work that you do, Alfred, in a safe place in North America, uh, which is good, you know? Yeah. So, um, anyway, my friend, well, um, we've got, we've got a couple of minutes left and, uh, Thank you so much for coming on today. And oh, this, rep- this is this is my my great privilege and my great pleasure. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and to be able to to activate your educational and teaching energies, mm-hmm. uh, I feel that you're a senior educator. Mm. That that yes. and that you you really uh, uh, are going to bring great value to the world. Oh, uh, in, thank you. In a in a, you know in, in a way that people are going to come and they they're going to want to really work and you know work hard and 
and earned certificates and, and moved, you know, in a in a serious way. So well, yeah. thank thank you, Offer, for saying that so much. The purpose of my show is, uh, like your work, is to raise consciousness and make this world yeah. a, a better place. And I know we're Excellent. I know we're doing it too. And uh, yeah. I I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Could you sure. give your website out, please, so people could find out more information about all the different things you do? Yeah, yeah. People could go to omniversity.info, omniversity.info, and okay. there it's free. You can register there for free, okay. and and there you can. Uh, that's a learning platform mm-hmm. for multidimensional knowledge, and you can uh, enroll there in in uh, over thirty courses in exopolitics, exosciences. Great. Sci sciences and spiritual sciences. And I will be starting as of February 1st a whole series of courses in spiritual sciences that Great. I'm really looking forward to. Great. Well, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. And, and hopefully we've enrolled uh, Ted here today. Well, absolutely. That's wonderful. I can't wait to start. Can't wait to start, yeah. my friend. Uh, I just want to uh, wrap things up by saying Out of This World Radio is a nonprofit listener-supported show, and if you'd like to contribute, if we'd love your help and support, or ideas for guests are always welcome, too. You can go to my BBS website or to www.outofthisworld1150.com. Uh, you can also send me an email with suggestions to um, outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com or out of this world radio at protonmail.com. I also have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side. I have a series of books available. I've written uh, two in English and uh, one in German. And you can go to out of this world readings.com uh, to look up that information. I will be going back to Shasta later this year where we have had many healings in the past. You're welcome to come on the trip. Uh, as well as I'll be going to Sedona and Peru later this year to Machu Picchu. Um, and um, it's a beautiful world we have ahead of us, my friends, and we're all creating it. And I know things are tough in some places around the world, but I please know that uh, God has our back and um, things will get better. And we just have to um, just remember that, that um, we are all powerful spiritual beings meant to create a much better and happier planet. And we're getting a lot of support. We're getting a lot of support from the benevolent extraterrestrials, from the Pleiadians, from the Galactic Alliance, from the Arcturians, uh, from uh, the Andromedans, uh, from the um, um, beautiful people of Sirius B. And they're they're all here and they're helping us. And I want to thank uh, Alfred. Thank you so much for coming on today. And this has been a lot of fun. I can't wait to have you part of my Galactic Wisdom Conference, which will be on um, uh, March 18th and 19th. The website is um, www.outofthisworld. Um, uh, the website is galacticwisdomconference.com. And uh, for more information, just go there, or you can go to outofthisworldreadings.com um, and click on events or spiritual trips. So um, the schedule is being finalized this week, so we, it should be done in a couple days. Um, and I uh, can't wait to um, see you all there. It'll be... By Zoom, uh, next, usually in the past we've had it in person, but we had to have it by Zoom because of all, a lot of restrictions. But next year we probably will have an in-person conference. But um, anyway, Alfred, thank you so much for coming on today, my sure. friend. It's been a great show and really enjoyed it. Wonderful. Thank you very much.
All right. All right, my friend. And Don and Doug, thank you so much again, as always, for your fantastic help. Really appreciate it. Okay. Well, thank, thank you. Bye-bye. My pleasure, Alfred. Have a beautiful day, my friend. Keep up your good thank work. You. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much.